the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, it's a Friday. That means it's a, you know, a, a really going to be a fun Friday because typically we don't do a whole lot of news stuff. But today, well, it's not like that. That's right. Because I brought Doyle Webb in here, who is, of course, the uh, chairman of the Republican Party of Arkansas. I want to get him on because he was uh, in Charlotte all last week or most of last week, as they are getting ready for next year's Republican National Convention. And I'm excited about it. I don't see the president losing this re-election bid that he's got coming up next year. If he does, I'll be the guy who's most surprised by it in the country. I've already been saying, I I predict it's going to be a Reagan-Mondale race. Oh, I... I believe you're exactly right. It's going to be what we call a binary choice. You're yeah. going to you're going to choose the America that we know and love or you're going to choose radical socialism and the majority of Americans support the America that we know and love or that we're trying to make great mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Uh, so let me let me say this about Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. and I, you've been to Tampa. You and I've been to Tampa. Yes, and then we've been to Cleveland. Charlotte is going to be better than both cities. Wow! Uh, so you Char- know, to do better than Cleveland, it's going to be difficult. pretty good. Well, the, you know, there's more. Let me say this: when you look at you and me, there's a lot more places to eat. <laughs> <laughs> not so much now. Look, I know the there's last, not as much of the last uh, sixteen months. I've lost fifty-eight pounds. That's I know that I know that. All right, all right. But I still like to eat. Don't but there's lots wrong. of places to eat downtown. There are thirty-four thousand people that live downtown. Wow, I didn't know okay. that. Uh, some beautiful buildings, a lot of hotels, a uh, lot of walkability. I like some of the history that's there. You know, when you get it, you never think about North Carolina being a colony. Well, they go back. They've got some deep history okay. there. And we're going to be in the Spectrum Center, which is a little bit smaller than Cleveland. But, you know, we don't have as many delegates and never have had as the uh, the other party. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's nicely located. It has a rail right beside it to where you can take in rail to the Spectrum to the spectrum right and uh i think it's gonna be great it's an american airlines hub so you easy get in and get out it's a direct flight from little rock really we took a direct flight how many hours three uh yeah no more than three okay oh i like that they've got a lot of i like that a lot (laughs) got a lot of construction going on at the airport and i uh that was a little difficult but once they got that once they get that straightened out it'll be great they're going to be done by the convention yes, of course yes yes that's why they're doing and, and it. let me say this uh <laughs> of course we have a committee that uh selects the convention site but uh trump president trump donald j trump mm-hmm. wanted north carolina because it's a purple state yep and he wants to bring it back into the fold and you know when he sets his sights on something he gets it done. And so we're there because Trump wanted us to be there. It's a good place to go. 
That's right. I really, I, I honestly believe that here. What, what I would like to know is, are they going? Are the, are the places we're going to stay be a little closer? Yes. This yes. year, I mean, we yes. were way away in Tampa. We are a little bit closer in Cleveland. I'd like to be closer. You know, my my Charlotte. personal goal, my personal goal, and I don't always achieve it, but if I've got the goal, I can get there. Is to be within walking distance. That would be nice of the spectrum. I, you know, I am a uh, uh, the most senior state chairman in the office. I know that. that now. So that that That's ought to get you us. something. It that ought to get you something to brag about. Okay. And I'm I'm the general counsel, which means I'm one of the five officers. And you would think the general counsel's delegation needs to stay close to the spectrum. Absolutely. You know. So we're working it. We're doing our best to work it. And of course know? his favorite radio talk show host will be near to my heart. Should be should be there and <laughs> be within walking distance that's right that's right that's exactly right and i'm hoping the setup for radio and all is is i hope good. it's as good as it was last year now it was terrible in tampa but this uh, four years ago it was really good they did well well it's my understanding the same people that did the setup are doing it again this year they did a good job the uh, main difference that you're going to see inside the spectrum uh, and a lot of people may not catch this, but most of the time you go into an arena and the staging is on one of the sides. Correct. Okay. Well, at the Spectrum, the staging is going to be on the end because well, be the dressing different. rooms and all are on the end. Okay. And that's where you need space. For to, your green rooms and all that kind of that's stuff. That's right. That's yeah. right. So it's going to be a little bit different setup. So uh, uh, I think that'll be exciting. Are they starting to already – you know, line people up to appear at the uh, convention? They are, but if I told you who they were, I'd have to kill you. Yeah, you, you don't, don't, that's you don't, right. need, to, I, you don't I, need to do I, that. I, I want to be there. Need, I don't want to be dead. We don't need blood on the floor, okay? <laughs> exactly so, right. uh, yes, I, th- I think we'll have a great uh, great convention. I think that um, uh, there's there, even the churches are coming together there. You know, we're within – out by the airport is the Billy Graham Library. Well, that'd be some place to visit while I'm there. Then it'll be a place to visit. Well, I'm hoping Arkansas will go out there for one of our events. Oh, absolutely! Uh, but they are working to see, uh, working with a hundred churches to see if we can't pray forward security mm-hmm. at the convention uh, by having ten thousand people show up for an event before the convention begins. That's very cool. Very cool. Very I cool. like that. I like that a lot. And why not support the party that? Doesn't have any problem with saying God. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, the That's party right. does. That's right. That's I mean, right. let's go back to Tampa. All right. All right. <laughs> let's let's just talk about Tampa because I always like to bring this up. People say, "Oh no!" I go back to YouTube and look when they took the vote on whether they wanted to continue to keep God in their platform. And if you listen to the vote, it is absolutely against God. The person who I forget who was up there was a was uh, holding the gavel at the time, but uh, he said, God stays in, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? Right, and We actually turned that into a commercial, radio commercial, and ran it on the air here yep. and other places mm-hmm. around. Because it was obvious they tried to vote three times, and they kept voting no. Yeah. You know? It, so. it just stunned me. And now, not only you got that, you got a party that, you know, if you're in the womb, it's the most unsafe place to be in your lifetime. That's right. That's right. And they've taken uh, 
um, uh, God out of the uh, swearing in ceremony yep. for for officials. So, you know, they're trying to neutralize or secularize uh, the party. Yes, and, well, yeah, and it's clear if you read our platform, uh, our number one principle ties into God. If you look at the Arkansas Republican platform. You've got it. There you go. It's, there you it's go. In Here, my hey, let me studio. see that. Let me see that. Since you've got it, it's it's right there in my it's in my studio. The guiding pow, principles. Pa- guiding principles. The power of faith in God. That's right. Number one. Number, Absolutely. And we believe that. Yeah. We believe that. Yeah. We believe in God. We believe in guns, and we believe in life. The other party is anti-gun, anti-life, and anti-God. There you go. I mean, you're right. Pretty easy to. It's, I think to decide who you're going to vote for. You know, in in uh, as you as you know, and you probably try to forget it. I, I am a lawyer, mm-hmm. okay. And one of the Latin phrases is you're one of the nicer ones. Thank you, thank you. Race <laughs> ipsa loquitur. Okay, Race, the thing speaks for itself. Okay, True. God, life, guns. It mm-hmm. speak. You don't. You don't even have to work to prove that. For no, me. very difficult. No, you know, it's very easy. If That's you've right. been listening, if, if if people have not been listening since the shooting in El Paso, then they're foolish. You need to be listening to what the other party's saying. Mm-hmm. Because you got Harris that says, you make me president, and we're going to go out and confiscate guns. We're going to confiscate guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, Biden's saying, we're going to do a buyback, at like, at like Australia. People need to read what the buyback in yeah, Australia like was like. like. You, you have don't an have an option. That's right. That's right. You know, that's something that everybody needs to understand. This is this is really, I, you know, I just every four years I say it's a seminal election, but this really is another seminal is. election. And Dave may be more clear than ever before. Yeah, because, because the left has really out. come out. They've we we flushed them out. You know, they are truly. Well, they used to be liberals. Yeah. Then they were progressives. Yeah. And now they're just outright socialist. <laughs> <laughs> I just call them idiots. You I know, mean, I can't. And you and I, we're we're we're, uh, we're a little bit more mature than yeah. other people. But I remember being in high school, and many of my friends would have their shotgun on the gun rack in the back of the truck. Yeah. And no one and let me say this, uh I graduated in nineteen seventy four in Benton. A a a twelve gauge shotgun was a pretty dynamic uh weapon sure. at the time. Still is. Still is, okay? And no one ever had a thought of going out to their truck and getting that nope. shotgun and walking into the so there's some there it's not the guns. Okay, it's not the weapons. It's society and the individuals that we're dealing with. Okay? And as someone said, and I thought this was very uh, appropriate, you, you, talking about some of these red flag. Mm-hmm. Okay, you take someone's gun away. Well, you know, when my wife was prosecuting attorney, she had more murders with uh, butcher knives and baseball bats. Okay? Right. Okay. Maybe it's the problem is the individual, not the weapon. Okay, that just happens to be the weapon of choice. So that's that's my point. Is taking a gun away doesn't solve the the inherent problem 
That's right. In, for people killed in California stabbings. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was a gang member, should have still been in jail. There you go. They let him there out. He went out and just indiscriminately go. killed people. So I don't own an AR-15 or anything. I, you know, I have my Browning Sweet 16 that mm-hmm. I got when I was 16 years old. I have a uh, Browning 300 mag that I elk hunt with right. and do other things with and and a 12-gauge pump to uh, duck hunt with. And, and Have uh, you got your elk yet? Oh, I got not this year. I can't. Go. I, 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 I didn't get to go this year. But I went to South Texas. I went Neogal hunting. Okay, and a Neogal is an Indian antelope. It's a big oh, cool. antelope. Okay, that'd be cool. So I, I, I. Uh, you really don't need to hear my hunting stories, but I, sometimes I I'm not as good a shot as I should be. But I'm shooting at a great Neogal, uh, and I miss. Or we thought I missed. And as we got up to leave, we looked, and there's a Neogal laying on the ground. Well, I had shot over the one I was shooting at (laughs) (laughs) and hit a very young one behind it. And everybody wants that young, fresh meat. Right. Okay? So I really got the pick of the litter. Well, good. There you go. There you go. uh, I'll have to bring you some. My daughter-in-law is quite the hunter over in Oklahoma, and I can't tell you how many times she's been out turkey hunting with bow and arrow and mm. taken two birds with one shot. That's remarkable. She's very good. She's yes. a whole lot better than I am, i got to tell you, you that. You know, much. I have never been turkey hunting, and I would love to go. And I know it's uh, – I, I, I am a hunter. I'm not a killer. I, I don't yeah. have to go kill something every time I go out. Sure. But being out – in nature with 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 the lord mm-hmm. and watching the sun come up is a great experience okay when you kill something that's when the work begins okay yeah, yeah, a but lot i still would like to experience turkey hunting okay and i know you have to be good and i know those little fellows are you got to be quiet and that's the worst part about it i know that that's the advantage to duck hunting you don't have to be quiet yeah okay you can all talk that's right but, the blind. Benjamin Franklin was right. It was the smart bird, and maybe it should have been the national bird rather than the eagle. Yeah, well, I don't know. I love the eagle. <laughs> the eagle just looks a whole lot better than a turkey. Oh, I agree. I agree. And there's a lot to be said for a wild turkey. A wild turkey is a whole lot smarter than a domesticated turkey. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're, you know, it's the and difference. a lot skinnier. Yeah, it's the difference between a Republican and a, and a Democrat. <laughs> I mean, a wild turkey, you know, is really, really smart, and a domesticated turkey is about as dumb as a bag of rocks. Do you know that they will stand out in a rainstorm and look up and drown? I did not know that. Yes, that's how stupid they are. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. It's 21 after 2. It's Dave Ellswick Show. Doyle Webb's here. We're going to talk about what's the state of the Republican Party in Arkansas. Stick by us. We've got that for you when we come back. Okay, about 25 minutes after 2, 5 minutes till news. We'll give you uh, 60 seconds of news, kind of get you caught up on what's happened at the world at the 30 mark. Uh, Doyle is going to be here for the hour. I uh, asked him to give us 60 minutes. It's been a while since he's been here in the studio with me, and we've been talking and, and pontificating a little bit. So I wanted to get him on today. How are things going? As far as the party is concerned, is the Republican Party healthy? The Republican Party of Arkansas is very healthy. Uh, financially, we are strong. Uh, we're within, you know, we, we built a new building a couple of mm-hmm. years ago, 
and a $2.3 million building. We're about $30,000 from having it paid for, which is remarkable. Uh, we are we are set for the elections uh, to support our candidates very strongly. You know, um, in the last few days, we've heard some things about the our uh, sister organization, the Democrat Party, yeah. and yeah. And, I, and I want to say that we uh, have a strong, have an audit each year, and for the last uh, seventeen years, uh, we've had clean audits every year. See that that that's you know the, they did a big thing about uh, that on uh, was it Blue whatever it is the, the website, yeah, and uh, I was reading that story and. The salacious stuff wasn't what interests me. Mm-hmm. It was reading all about the money mm-hmm. and how nothing adds up. Right. And even uh, Campbell, who wrote the article, said, what's going on here? I mean, if, if I were a Democrat, I'd be worried. They should be concerned, particularly their candidates. And if you're a candidate looking to run as a Democrat, you ought to look and say, is my party even going to be able to support me? In mm-hmm. uh, a, a party that's supposed to be strong financially, uh, on strong financials, is having that kind of difficulty. We we have monitored their filings and could see that they were getting a lot of support from out of state, that they were not able to raise the funds in state. Uh, and then you just look to see how, how do you continue to have deficit spending uh, each month, and you just – it it all it, the chickens come home to roost. Yeah, as we say. Okay, and but we're in good shape. We're we're ready. For, we're ready for a good year, um, and financially we're strong. We we do not. Our audits are automatic. They're in our rules. There's a we have a federal audit each uh, two years, and we have a um, a state audit every year as well to make sure all the money goes where it should and it's appropriated appropriately. So that tells me. You keep every receipt. We keep it. Matter of fact, I'm looking. It's, it's remarkable that you would say that. <laughs> it's just a yellow. Yeah, that's true. Our auditor last time was amazed. They said you had every receipt that we asked for, and you know how difficult that is in the world of credit cards, yes, and so forth. And I do my best to make a notation on every credit card to say this person was at lunch or such and that. So Good. it's very tra- trackable. And that's regard. the way it needs to be. That's the only way you can be totally transparent. That's you know right. that, Doyle. And and I think you've done wonders as well, far as you. that's concerned. Thank you. Thank you. We've, being, we've done well. Well, being there for a long time, you it can be either one way or the other. It can either be a complete you know, shambles or it can be like it is, and that is clean as a whistle. That's our goal. You know, we, we the party should reflect the government that we want to have. And we are transparent. We are finite. We've had a balanced budget each year. Uh, we do our best to respond to people and their needs and move this state forward. And that's the kind of government that we're trying to deliver back to the people of Arkansas. All right. We've got about a minute here before we get to the news. So let me remind everybody that on Monday, Elizabeth will be back here. So will Robert Steinbach. Uh, we'll carry a, a long conversation Uh, on monday about whatever has happened over the weekend so you'll want to be here on monday for that Uh, get our take on what's happening i'm trying to think if i got any big uh, guests next week and off the top of my head no 
Uh, Seth May may get a hold of me. We'll have somebody from the RNC join us. We've been getting all the big names from the RNC. Seth is great. Yes, you know we got him. We helped get helped him get that job up there, and he is uh, super. He's been doing a fantastic job, and and Seth worked with us many many years, and he worked with the college Republicans and 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 whatnot, and we uh, supported them as best we could, and uh, we're trying to do that now. With I the, bet he's the listening to us today. He might be. He just might be. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. News is now. I just see on Fox that the sex trafficking uh, documents have been unsealed in the uh, Epstein case. Mm. Holy cow. Don't you know? (laughs) Don't you know there are groups of lawyers sitting down right now going, is my client in there? That's right. (laughs) Yeah. You think, I'm wondering Bill Clinton's getting a little uh, concerned. Didn't I hear that he'd been on his plane 16 times? Yeah, yeah. Does he have a conscience? Who? Bill Clinton. Oh, I, I thought maybe you were going to say Epstein. You know? <laughs> They're probably one and the same. I don't know. I I don't think so. I watched the Clintons, and I don't think either one of them have you consciences. Mm. That's just my my feeling. That's my take. Send your emails and send your, uh, you know, text to me. Feel free. I, I love reading hate mail. I bet you don't get much hate mail. You know, it's it's kind of petered out in the last three years because people know that I don't care. Right. I really, I really, right. I everybody knows what I stand for. Right. And right. I'm not going to change just because you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let me give you some dates. All right, okay? go, go. Just some dates. Uh, I wrote these down just so we'd have them. Our, our filing period, uh, I'd like to remind people, if you're going to file for office in Arkansas for the legislature uh, or for a JP position or Congress uh, or U.S. Senate, uh, that's November 4th through the 11th. Now, I think that running for any of our con- congressional seats or against Tom Cotton you might as well just be throwing your money to the wind, okay? Yeah, I would say so. But but that's that's it. Uh, then we, if you're going to run for delegate to the Republican National Convention, you will file with us at the state party, Republican Party, from February 17th to March the 2nd. And at that point, we'll know who has filed in Arkansas. I, mm-hmm. I expect one filing, Donald J. Trump, okay? Yeah, let, let me just stop you because... People will be filing early for next year because the primary is early. Early, next it's year. on May, March third. That's right. The primary is March third, and that's the reason the filing period has moved up. And that's the reason you have to file for delegate before the primary. In the event we had a contested primary for president, you've got to declare who you support before mm-hmm. we know the results of the primary. I'm okay. assuming there'll only be one name on the ticket in the uh, primary. Have you I, heard yeah, anybody I, else that's going to? I I know of no one else. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other than Donald J- President Trump will be on our ballot, and we need people to turn out and vote for Donald Trump because we need to show the other side what strong support he has in the state of Arkansas. You know, how far will we get over 60%? Will we get up to 70%? Where are we going in this presidential race? And that helps our down ballot as well when we get into races, okay? Is is it ever going to happen here in this state? I know in Indiana this is the way it is. 
I can walk in the booth and just are. You know, that uh, that's uh, – I don't know. We may have had that at one time. I'm not sure, Dave. I don't know that that will happen. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Okay? You know, I mean, I – Look, let's just be honest. I'm not going to – I am never going to vote for a Democrat. Called right? slate, slate voting. Yeah. In other words, you can hit boom. R and it marks all of them. Yeah, all of them that, that, right. that are on there, Republicans, unless uh, during a primary, of course, you got to go in and choose who you want to be mm-hmm. chosen for any given race. But, yeah, I just – I would not be opposed to that. And I, and I think uh, – at some point, and I'm not sure when this will occur, we will have party registration, voting by party registration. Uh, I'm not sure when that will occur. I think people today are are still becoming Republican, mm-hmm. even though an overwhelming majority of know that they're now Republican. I don't want to stop anyone who is in that process from having the privilege of voting in the Republican primary. Now, you and I have talked about this before. You know what I'm going to ask you about. Shoot. What, what is, what's the question I always ask you about primaries? When, when, when are we going to have a closed primary? Thank you very much. Is that going to happen anytime soon? <laughs> well, that's you've got to have p- registration by party first. Okay. okay. All right. So you know who. Are we getting close to that? Well, close is a relative term. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I uh, we, 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 now you're cl- talking like a lawyer. I know it. I know it. it what is the meaning of the word is, okay? <laughs> uh, we are closer than we ever have been. Okay. okay? Uh, you know, we had one of our Republicans last time propose jungle primary vote voting which is terrible that's california and louisiana where the democrats and the republicans and everybody running the same primary and then the top two no thank you and uh then you have now weighted voting which it's too complicated to even explain maine has weighted voting depending what, what is one man one vote what's so wrong about I that? i understand i understand i understand i let me say this i i more than likely will not be chairman at, because my term ends on december 2020 when we have a closed primary okay but it may happen soon thereafter i don't know right. i don't know is That's, it december 1st is that the day or is it what it's day the is first it? saturday in december oh, okay. whatever day that is okay uh i'm not opposed to closed primary okay okay i just think we're evolving into that some states have it some states don't i think it's been beneficial to us not to have had it up until this point okay and if you look back historically in arkansas we have never had closed primaries okay african americans were not allowed to vote in the democratic primary until 1948 They could vote in federal elections because that was the law. Mm -hmm. But by the time you got to a federal election, the Democrats had already chosen. chosen, Yes. So uh, and then, of course, you had the poll tax, who I'm glad we don't have. And Mm -hmm. I'm very glad we do have voter ID today. Absolutely. That that helps in securing the vote. One man. We, you know, we support one person, one vote, one time. Okay. And let's just make sure that happens, because if someone votes multiple times, or if the dead vote, or if someone votes that doesn't even know what they're doing, it's reducing the value of your vote. Yeah, now you're talking about where I grew up outside of Chicago. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not avoiding your question, okay? Okay. At some point... 
there will be a closed primary, I believe, in Arkansas. All right. Okay. So you won't be chairman. I won't be chairman. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, but I'll come back and say, Dave, I told you this, okay? Right, I told yes, you it was you coming. Did. You have told me that. La- last, another date, uh, August 24th through the 27th is in Charlotte. That's the convention. You need to put that on your calendar. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be out there the week before because that's committees meet the week before. So I'll be in Charlotte a couple of weeks. Are they talking about uh, doing what they did in Cleveland and bringing the media in for a couple of days so we can kind of check it out? Yes. Yes. That really helped. Yes. I'll I'll see if I can find out if they have that. But it was interesting because they took us in a parking garage. You love this. They took us in a parking garage, and they said, this is where you're going to be. And they hadn't started working on anything yet. <laughs> and it was like, really? Yes, this is where you're And they be. made it into a? It ended up being a fantastic location right. when it was all right. said and done. I mean, when Fox and everybody's going to be there, you know, you don't want to screw things up. That's right. That's right. And we have, uh, we're close to having raised all the money we need to put the convention on. You know, the parties have to have us, I think it's like $16 million, $18 million. We're all but there at this point. And I think the Democrats are still around a million dollars. Wow. Uh, they're that far away from having the cost of their con- And, of course, their convention costs more. They actually left Charlotte owing money millions of dollars many of the democrat vendors just left and the uh, charlotte had a little bit had a bad taste about conventions so it's our goal to show them republicans pay their bills that's a good thing that's right that is that's That's a good thing all right we got 15 minutes to go we got to get a break in right now let's do that we'll come back we'll finish up because we're talking to the man doyle webb he is the chairman of the arkansas republican party all right, back, final segment. Man, it goes fast when you come on, Doyle. It's always a pleasure to have you here. It really is. It's Seriously, Well, you're it is. a great guy. And you to get, and get some you know answers about what's going on, getting all those dates that you gave out. That's important stuff. That's right. Because a lot of people may not realize that the primary is going to be early again next year. Every four years, it's early. Every four years, it's early. And then uh, the years that we elect the governor, it will be later. But the years we elect the president, it will be earlier. So that Arkansas can participate in the process. You know, if we don't, if we're not early, we're late to the party. Yeah. And we have no impact. And good conservative states need to be early to the process. Okay. I got to ask you a question. Uh oh. This is one. I'm going to give you the razor blade here. You get to walk on the edge here, okay? <laughs> you won't be state director on the next gubernatorial election, which may be one of the most interesting gubernatorial elections ever here in the state of Arkansas. You kind of glad of that? It. I- <laughs> You know, I think I think it demonstrates once again the talent pool that the Republican Party has and will have for years to come. And our maturity will show how we make it through that primary. Okay? Uh because all the names I hear 
are good names. You yep. know, I'm going to dance on the on the razor's edge yeah. on this. Or, or well, you uh, got to. I mean, you're the you're I the am in the position that I, I I I I try to run a tight ship and a fair ship. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's the goal. But it, it says what our talent pool is and the quality of the people that are now involved in the Republican Party. Okay? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 I spoke to someone yesterday mm-hmm. who's looking at running for state rep uh, in an area that uh, a Democrat serves in, who is superintendent of schools in that area. Wow! Well, there was the day that a superintendent would never have thought about running third rail politics. That's right, and uh, we've come a long way. We're continuing to come a long way, and it's an exciting time in the Republican Party. I've always said we are the you know we're we're the GOP. But it's not the grand old party. Mm-hmm. It's the growth and opportunity party. And if you want opportunity, the Republican Party is where you need to be in Arkansas. So what are what are some things that you see here in the future? I mean, look, when you took over, party was rickety. It wasn't the Maserati it is now. Okay. <laughs> And and you made a lot of changes, and there were changes that needed to be made. But what are some things that still need to be done, do you feel, here in Arkansas? Well, we need to build down, and we're continuing to build down into the counties. Quorum courts. Quorum courts. You know, I was a quorum court member from 86 to 92 in Saline County. So you need to build down. You've got to bring conservatism, conservative republicanism all the way down to two-party system is a good business model for arkansas Mm -hmm. and uh, county judges and and we're over 50 percent now if you look at all the partisan elected officials but we're still lagging some at the county level not as much as we uh i mean we're we're very close to 50 percent because a lot of uh county officials now are independents they left the democrat party Okay, they just couldn't. Qual- well, you know, our, our the aisle is open in the Republican Party. You can walk on down to the to the uh, chancel and receive salvation. Okay, come on okay. down. We'll 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 take you in. But okay, build down. Okay, we need to build down, and we, then we need to constantly remember that we need to reform government. Okay, we we, we may not be as far as we need to be today, but we need to keep working on it tomorrow. You know, the old saying, the camel's nose is under the tent. Yep. Now, let's get the whole camel in there. And you can't – you just can't do it all in two years. You know, as, I, as I've as i said to the, about the Democrats, if you'll give us 140 years in control of this state, it'll, we, we don't even won't, won't even need 140 years. No. You know, give us about – Give t- us 10. T- yeah, give us 10. This You're already seeing the remarkable change – that our governor and our legislature has enabled. And if you can't see the change, just imagine what if there was a liberal government in Little Rock and what would be going on over here. So uh, change, evolutionary change, it's it's continuing. Patience, got to be some patience in that. And there's got to we've got to live by that Reagan rule. Uh, a friend of mine votes with me 80% of the time. He's not my 20% enemy. Um, you know, and I'll say that unless it's over an issue that there is no doubt 
where we're supposed oh, to be. Oh, absolutely. There, there are issues that, that, are, that, that, are, that are foundational issues to the Republican Party. Correct. Okay? And those are in that 80%. Mm-hmm. But, but there, we, as you know, we make a lot of decisions at the courthouse and at the state capitol that are kind of out here, could go either way. But we always need to remember that the best government is the government that's around the kitchen table and not the government that's in Little Rock or at the courthouse. And if government doesn't need to do it, it shouldn't be doing it. Okay? Have faith in the private sector and have faith in family. All right. So the president brought up the whole question about Baltimore. Okay. And what Baltimore did is brought back into the light again that the major cities of this country are blue. They're controlled by the Democrats. Uh, you were just talking about not paying their bills after their uh, their convention in Charlotte. Here's the key. The Democrats haven't been paying their bills in the cities of, of the United States. They're, they're way, way in debt. Uh, we've got this problem here in the state of Arkansas. How difficult is it going to be for the Republican Party to break into, like, Little Rock, into Fayetteville? Those are bastions of blueness there's no doubt about it mm-hmm. you know uh, and and what you see in the municipalities as well is a lot of them have gone nonpartisan, uh, like our judiciary and i wish we had never gone nonpartisan on that and the judiciary because when someone says i'm a republican you know what their core values are or you you should know you should know okay most of the time you'll know yes okay take some courage to to run that way but um in in the in the cities we've got to once again we've got to target and we've got to recruit and we've got to bring good people to government with good ideas okay just like we did in the state okay you can't you can't have people with uh that that are fringe people they've got to be solid people they got to be accomplished people we got to pick our races and we got to fund those races okay yeah last 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 question when i when i talk about that and this may be more about for thurston as the secretary of state but do you worry about the state you know the city of little rock giving out uh, id cards to illegals i mean could they I do. could they use that at the polls I do. I, I do worry about that. I, there is federal law that we should be uh, verifying citizenship. Okay. Now we run into situation where uh, some of our election officials don't do that when they register people to vote. So that that does concern me. All right? Okay. And uh, that's a better question for John. But the, the question to me is, does it concern me? And the answer is yes. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We're out of time. It, it's been uh, always a pleasure. Only fifteen minutes. Next yeah. time I'll come in for an hour. Yeah, we'll get this all <laughs> all together again. Any guests coming up in the in the near future that people should know about? Going to have a dinner around them or uh, something? September seventeenth, our Tusk Club, which is uh, a group of people that give a thousand dollars a year. Some pay monthly. Some uh, we're going to have dinner at the Little Rock Club. We're going to have Ken Starr. Oh, as that'd our, be interesting. It, it, he is very interesting in person. Okay, uh, so if you want to come 
do that, uh, come join our Tusk Club. Call the Republican Party of Arkansas at 501-372-7301 or go to our website, ArkansasGOP.org. Join the Tusk Club. You get more than that. You'll get some other events, and we'll talk to you about that. But Ken Starr on September 17th, which is Constitution Day. Okay? All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. We appreciate you doing Thank, Thank you very much. We'll be back in a moment. we got news coming up. Stay around. i got Eric Coleman coming up in the next hour from Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. That's coming your way in just a moment. All right, seven minutes uh, after three, second hour of the Dave Ellswick Show for Friday. My thanks to uh, Doyle Webb, the uh, chairman of the state Republican Party, for coming by. And uh, this is uh, coming up, his final year as chairman. Uh, here at Arkansas, he is the longest-running state chairman in the United States for the Republican oh, Party. Didn't know that. He's a senior man, uh, yeah. and then he's is a, a legal counsel for the party as well. He's one of five uh, that uh, you know make a lot of the big, big decisions uh, uh, that uh, they go on at the convention and things of that nature. When there's all kind, if there's any kind of squabbling, there won't be. Next year, there'll be one man that's going to be given the, you know, the set up the fireworks for, and that's going to be President Trump. He's going to run again. He's going to be on the ballot. He's going to kill. I guess that, you know, they tell me, Dave, don't use that word. All right. He's going to destroy whoever runs on the Democratic side. I'm just saying. Yeah, probably so. People do not want what. The Democrats are trying to sell. Yeah, they're kind of gone far, far, far left. Yeah, it's it's very obvious. You watch when they start having when they have the large. Well, they're they're trying to have them. All of them are trying to have large gatherings of supporters. And if they can gather 150 people, they think that they're doing well. Well, you know, Trump ever since he started, you know, f- you know, five years ago, uh, has been able to amass thousands of people to come out and see him well that's because he's got the magnitude he's got the uh, charisma on mm-hmm. the stage and he knows what he's doing you know he's he's been in uh film for a long time and done, did a lot of different things and he's got that yeah he understands <clears throat> he really does he, he does, does understand. he understands how to work the people it's pretty obvious when you look at how much money the republicans have have uh, raised already the first 24 hours after the president announced that he was going to seek re-election. He raised more money than, at that time, all 20 candidates on the Democrat yeah, side. Right. Just just crushed them completely, and they're way ahead of them. I don't know if you heard the interview with Doyle, but he, he made the statement, we're going to Charlotte next year for the convention. And when the Democrats left, they left owing millions of dollars. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, yeah, they're not in a good position. No, he, they said they got about a million dollars for their convention next year. We've already got the sixteen million that we'll put ours on with. Amazing, really is amazing. All right, it used to be totally opposite. It used to be totally opposite. It did the parties. Well, look what's happening. There's there's been a transfer. Yeah, from it's one because side the Democrat Party. Who's, you know, who's the they blue left collar, the United States. The they went so left. People. Who's for the blue collar people, working people? Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. All right. Eric Coleman's well, here. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, What's good happening? Good to see you, Dave. It's good to see you. Too. Man, yeah. you've been lifting again. I'm looking at the vascularity uh, there on the, I haven't been, on the actually, biceps. I've been off the off of that for a while. I had a little foot surgery. Did you really? Oh, what was wrong gosh. with it? I, have you ever heard of calcified tendonitis? 
I have not, but okay, it doesn't when you got, sound like fun. It's when you have a bone spur that's on your end of your tendonitis hitting the heel. Oh. And you can't, yeah. So, oh. so you have two choices, Dave. Surgery or pain? Surgery or injection. Oh. I took the injection, PRP injection, which mm-hmm. means to take the blood out of you to spin it down and really put it in you. So, mm-hmm. And they said, they said on that little paper, it said, this is very painful. Well, I've already looked up the surgery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the surgery was really, really bad. Okay. When you yeah. get that surgery done, it's really, and it takes a year to recover. Oh, my. I said, I'll take the PRP, okay? Okay. All right. So I go in there, right? This is ortho. I call it the house of pain. <laughs> Ortho, I'm going to be honest. You know, is Doctor Gillum still over there? Uh, no, he moved to Baptist Health. I talked to his wife the other day. Really? She's in the store. Yeah, I I, I love that guy. guy. He, I know he's, that he rebuilt good. both of my my shoulders. Uh, he was so good over there. Yeah, he and is. Those people were really good. Well, he's a good Christian guy. Yeah, yeah. he's a really great guy. Yeah, but anyway, so what happened was, <clears throat> I said okay, and they take, told me to take a little Valium pill. So I took a little Valium, you know, Kinda and went in there. Relax they a laid little me. Bit. It doesn't. <laughs> so they laid me down on the table on my stomach. Yeah, they come in there. Did they strap you? Going to be hurt? No, they didn't strap me down. <laughs> That's when but you know it's really going to hurt. When they take this huge needle and they stick it in the back of your foot as hard as you can, and then they oh. stay there for quite a few minutes injecting all that. Well, I'm just tearing up the table. <laughs> I bet. No, seriously, I've never felt that much pain in my eyes. But crawling, crawling up the wall. When's this going to stop? You know, I was, yeah. I was ripping the table up. Did they give the you? Paper. A, did they give you a towel? To, they didn't give me anything. Okay. I'm thinking, please give me some morphine. <laughs> oh my lord! But anyway, that's part of getting older, I guess. You know, things like that. Get, getting older Gosh. ain't ain't for sissies. Not in. During the break, I'll tell you what happened to me today. I won't talk about it on the air, but okay. I'll tell you what All happened right. to me, and it has to do with getting older. Yeah. But, uh, had to do something at the urologist. It was oh, not oh, fun man. today. Oof. I just yeah. thought, you know. Anyway, uh, let's talk about what's going over at, the, at uh, Hillcrest well, because here's the key. You know, we're halfway to Christmas already. I know. It's, it's, it goes real fast, doesn't it, Dave? Yeah. I mean, life really passes I mean, we're in by. August now. I mean, it's Monday and then it's Friday, you know? Yes, it it's is like, that way. Wow. Yeah, I can't believe how fast time goes. And my son just turned 21. He says... Great. I've seen those great pictures yeah. you've been posting. Yeah, cross is great. Anyway, so what's been going on is I've hired a new guy that's come in the store. This is uh, kind of like uh, he walks in the store, buys some earrings from me one day, and keeps coming in talking to me. Yeah. Real good Christian guy. And just starts talking to me and kind of developed a friendship. And all that whole time, he's a graphic designer. Uh, I've done that his whole life. I said, what would you think about doing CAD, CAD work for me? Mm-hmm. He says, let me see what you got. So you don't have the counter sketch studio out yeah. on sales floor. He learned that in two weeks. Now he, let me, he's got let, that mastered. I got to jump into this because okay. didn't you you kind of upgraded that here recently? Well, no, didn't I'm, you? I'm working on that right now. Okay, I'm going back and getting some matrix gold software and a 3D printing machine to go into the front so we can print the waxes out. <clears throat> you know, everything evolves. You know, it takes time to build. Well, sure. Evolve. It costs a lot of money for it this all, stuff. Everything costs a lot of money, right? You know. You got to sell a lot of jewelry. Well, I got to do something. <laughs> I got to work real hard. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's turned out to be a good friend. And also, uh, he's helping me there in the store now. So that's great. Uh, we're taking the store up to never, another level. That's what I'm working on right at the moment. Bringing in more product, uh, more diamond jewelry and things like that trying to step it up okay so that means uh you already have 
a whole lot of diamonds. Yeah, I have some diamonds you, in the store, but not like diamond. I was low on diamond earrings. I keep solitaires in stock, diamond earrings, solitaires. But now I've ordered a whole bunch of hoop earrings and okay. things like that, all kinds of stuff, you know? What's, everyday, what's the change on that? Gift. Are the, are, are, everyday gift. Everyday stuff, you what's know? The, what's the big changes going on here? Used to be women wanted studs. Now I'm seeing okay. huge hoops I'm on gonna, their ears. Here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to put on the wall. Here's the basics. This is what your wife wants for everyday dress, <laughs> okay? Because she does want a nice set of diamond earrings. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Diamond set of earrings, first of all, is a very important for them, okay? They, they're a standard. They wear them every day, right? Right. Either it's studs or whatever they want. You know, first of all, it's always good to ask, you know, what would you, you know, and then get it. I always tell the customers that. Right. Because we want to know what, what they want because it uh, makes life easier. And also a diamond tennis bracelet. One year you can get them a diamond tennis bracelet. These are standards that they always wear, and it's always important to know what to buy. So when you are in the store, we can show these items to you or give you the advice about what to buy for them. If you're in the store looking for an engagement ring or something like that, I advise you guys to go out and ask her to send you a picture of what it is that she likes. It's found on Pinterest or some other social media network. It's already there. Most of the majority of them is already there. Right. And I have them walking in the store, and they're showing me on their phone. They found it. And so I said, yes, ma'am, we'd be glad to make that for you. So it, it she's happy. He's happy. Uh, I've had one gentleman or two gentlemen that didn't take advice from a girlfriend, and they've got the wrong thing. So it's very important to find out what it is that she likes so that you learn from the very start in your relationship that it's important to know that. Well, here's the key. <laughs> You'll buy the ring you think she wants that you didn't ask her about, and you'll give it to her, and she goes, oh, that's really nice. Thank you, darling. I appreciate it. Yeah. And then the next day, she'll be well, talk, she'll, she'll be in talking to Eric. Okay, exchange it out. Yeah, exchange it out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, she came in with diamond solitaires, and then she wanted a halo diamond. She wanted a halo around the diamond. I said, okay, we got that. So, you know. But we, we, we learned that with Dave. You know, it's Look, just the way it my, is. tomorrow is my 28th oh, wedding wow. anniversary. Oh, wow. And I have to tell you, yeah, I have learned a few things yeah. about things you can get away with and a whole lot that you can't get away with. Well, yeah. I don't buy my wife clothes. Yeah, don't do that. I buy gift certificates. Oh, you do? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And just get, well, I know, you can't, yeah, you can't mess up with that. No. She's going to pick the stuff out, not me. That's what I would do during Christmas, especially. I would put certificates and things in her stocking that are picking that up. That makes sense. Wants. Yeah. Put a Hillcrest uh, designer jewelry yeah. gift certificate in a stocking well, or gets, give it to her. Yeah. Well, my wife was in the store this morning and she found a pair of earrings she likes. There you go. That's always the case, isn't it? Yeah. When anyway. There's, when there's dazzling things around, they'll find something that they like. There's a lot of things that we're changing. The, um, um, <clears throat> Getting into doing some more advertising and things like that, more filming, more. Uh, well, I'm going to try to get up some auctions going and things like that. Of things that I've had in the store, a lot of state jewelry that I buy, you know, Dave, it just kind of sits around. Not people are coming in the store looking for that particular things, but I have it in the store. Hey, well, and so here's the key: from now on, remember this. You're on Facebook Live. We have, you know, over a hundred thousand viewers every month. Oh, do you to the show? Oh, wow. You bring in stuff, and we can. From over where Zach is right now, he can zoom in on it and we can show it. Oh, okay. I we didn't can think do about that. that. I don't ever think about that. We got we got a placard made up of 
your logo that goes up when I talk about oh, you. Oh, good, good. So, yeah, there's all those things are going on, so okay. we, we keep your name out there for them. And, of course, you you sponsor the show, for goodness sakes. Yeah. Well, have you seen the price of gold lately? It, it's probably this? going up. It's at $1,500 an ounce. Yeah, okay. That's $150, like, within a short period of time, up. And like, why? Well, I, I don't know. After some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking yeah. it is, too. Yeah, that's, that's a, you know, it'll go up, it'll go down, but it's it's on an upward swing. Silver's on an upward swing so a little swing, bit. It's at 17, right? At 1699 yeah. today, 17, it was at 15. 1550 was where it hung out for quite a while. Now it's going up. And see, I'm, I'm lucky because my wife likes silver. She does not like gold. Yeah, that's good. And you know what? I say a thankful prayer to God every night about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that's why anyway. I'm coming to see you. I told you during before we went on, I'm coming to see you uh, next uh, week because I want to talk to you about a ring. And I, I kept saying wing for some reason, you know, during break, but talk to you about a ring uh, for my wife. Good. She doesn't listen to the show. She says, oh, I good. hear this all the time at home. I don't uh, need to she listen. She gets tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't if it's if she thinks i'm going to talk politics she absolutely never turns in so well you know the process of um, getting the rings made or whatever it is that you want is pretty simple uh there needs to be a clear definition and not you know you know of what it is that she wants well she likes colored stones okay but but I'll just give you an idea of, of things that happen. If you have it this way, and but you don't know if you want it that way, or you're saying that I like it this way, but I want something else different this way, but I don't know if I want that or I don't want this. You know what I'm talking about? You know, we we I understand clearly what it is that somebody wants when they talk in a fashion that they understand what they want. Okay. Understand? I got gotcha. And then that way I can draw it out. I can also put it on the CAD. And we can start a drawing, but but it's good to know what it is. I like this east and west, but I'm not sure exactly how I want it set on the sides or something. You know, I said, well, let me show you. You know what we can do. Like I got a job in right now that's east and west marquee diamonds. Marquee diamonds are coming in right now, and people like to set them east and west across the the engagement ring. Now it's not like the old school. That's interesting. Yeah, that's why everything's changed. Everything's changed, Dave. And everything it, always it, changes. It always that's changes. the only that's the only constant is change. Yeah, I know it. And it's man- and manufacturing is where we're headed into my store because that's what people want. It's manufacturing. I'm looking at a new casting operation. I'm looking at different things that need to bring into the store and step it up and bring it to the process. Because being able to do this they want something totally different they than do. everybody else, right? Everybody does. They don't want the same stuff. If you go to, if you think about Tacori and some of these other brands, well, they're selling them all over the internet. Nobody wants the same thing that everybody else has got. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing these pictures in. They keep bringing stuff in. Well, I like this, but I want you. Can you do this for me? I said yes. We'll do that. They want to put their own little twist on it, and it doesn't take much to sit down and to do that. Okay, because we, we have a screen on a large uh, monitor for us to sit there and cat it out. Now I've got a professional guy that's working for me that's doing it as well. Okay. So it, it's just a matter of a few minutes. It takes time, a little bit of time, but it's okay. And what we have is we develop, we get the picture, we render it out. You'll see the ring, what it looks like in real time. We render it out, okay? Right. So, you know, and it usually starts out sometimes, well, I just want to get a carrot diamond. And I sometimes I'll tell people just uh, get the diamond, and then we'll worry about the setting after she wants to see what the setting. She might have an idea already for the setting, but you could get at least the diamond for her, you know? 
All right, let's take it. Let's get a break in. Okay, and then we'll come back. All we'll right. talk further, and we're going to talk about gold, and we'll talk about silver, and we'll talk about colored gemstones, and, if somebody and all wants of that. To call it, and they can call in and ask questions too. Sure, eight two three zero nine six five. That's the number as you're listening on the radio. Eight two three zero nine six five. If you're watching on uh, Facebook, they got my uh, picture up there with uh, the phone number up there as well. There, Zach. Okay. The call-in information is there. No matter where you're at in the world right now, uh, you can call in. 501-823-0965 and ask Eric any question you want about jewelry. He's a, he's a literal encyclopedia. Now, for you who are younger than 35, an encyclopedia is books that have yeah. all the information of the world in it. Anyway, it's kind of like Google, all right? <laughs> Static. Yeah. Uh, if you got you got a ninety six percent chance, a ninety six percent chance of losing a hundred and eleven thousand dollars in Social Security benefits. Now that's according to new research in Bloomberg. Ninety six percent of Americans lose a hundred and eleven thousand dollars in Social Security benefits over their retirement because they take their benefits at the wrong time. Learn how you can avoid this. By going to an educational workshop, the Maximizing Social Security with David Lucas, that happens right here in Little Rock. You can find out uh, when the next one comes up. Registration's just 20 bucks. There's only room for 32 people. If you've saved $300,000, register now by calling 501-653-6690. The workshop will reveal the little-known strategies they could help you wring every nickel out of your benefits that are rightfully yours. Call 501-653-6690, 501-653-6690. Your questions for Eric when we come back, 853-0965 or 501-823-0965, anywhere you're watching us on Facebook. All right, we're down to just a little over a minute before we get to the news. Eric Coleman is here, Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Eric, you were just talking about price of an ounce of gold is up. It's at 1500 an ounce right now, Dave. If you're going to sell your gold, this would be the time to do it. If you want to sell anything, perhaps uh, you have your mother's stuff. I had a gentleman that just came in there with her father's and her mother's <coughs> wedding rings, and he didn't know what to do with it, so we bought it from him, gave him a good price to it for him. But uh, one of the processes that I do for people that, uh, in case they have they were left, they were inherited all of it, is mm-hmm. that I I go through that process of by looking at everything that they have that they bring in. Sometimes they'll pull up and they'll start bringing boxes in, and I just lay it out there and I'll go through mm-hmm. every individual piece. I'll tell them what's real, what's not real, what's of value, what's not of value. So if you're in that position where you need to sell something, you can come see me. Also, I buy sterling silver sets. Okay. Now we're going to come back. Okay. When we come back after the news, Eric could go through this whole this whole process of when you want to sell gold because right. he's legit. He won't take you because <clears throat> other people do not have that kind of integrity. Here's the news. If you just joined us, Eric Coleman is here. He's the owner and proprietor, main bottle washer over yep. at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Uh, as I have told you for many, many years about Eric. He is an artisan. He is a jeweler. I mean, he can talk to you about diamonds and colored stones and natural stone and look at some of the stuff that he makes there. Uh, 
that he just pulls out of his the recesses of his mind, and it's really incredible what he does. And uh, but the the big thing that he is, he's an artisan. He can do all this stuff at his business, and this is what he loves to do. He's loved to do it since he was a kid. And uh, I wanted to talk to him a little bit about gold. As he told you, that the gold is $1,500 an ounce right now. That means all that uh, inherited uh, jewelry you got from your mom or your right. dad or whatever. Just laying there. It's worth money. Yeah. So if it's worth, not worth money, it's worth the repurpose and make another piece That's of jewelry. Right. So you have something to wear for your mother. I do it all the time, Dave. I've got grandmother's diamonds, and they're going in that new wedding engagement ring. They bring stuff in. They want it incorporated into something that they can wear, and then you have that on all the time. It means something. See, yeah, that, and that's why he's getting all this new machinery and computer equipment and whatnot, so that he can sit down with you and make it the characteristics of the piece of jewelry that he's making reflect about what you want it to reflect. Right. We have a general idea. We start with that and break it down as to what it is we need to do, and then then we show you the picture. Then we render it out. So you have it's it's so easy, Dave. It's not it's nothing difficult, okay? And it means a lot. To, oh, look, when you give something that's coming from your mother, your deceased mom, or perhaps grandma, it means a lot. So if you got that laying around, find that, bring it in the store. Let's make a, a special gift for her, something that she'll always remember and want to be wearing all the time. Correct. All right. Yeah, it means a lot. Well. I- when you go in and you meet with Eric, he's going to ask a whole lot of questions, and those questions uh, tell him who you are. Yeah, pers- personality-wise. Yeah, he wants to make sure that it means something special. what it reflects. You know, the jewelry well, reflects you. Yeah, or something that she would love to have, you know, what it is. So we try to break that down and make sure that it's something that she would always wear. And But, but boy, it really man, they really love it. When they get something like that. Okay, so walk us through this. If you want to sell some okay. gold. If you want to sell some gold, go get it doesn't matter. Okay, for example, guy comes in, he, they've uh, lost their mother or grandmother. They bring it to me. They bring boxes of stuff to me. I get this a lot. Um, and I go through each individual piece. I have different stacks. I put it with the 14 carat goes, the 10 carat, I put the platinum. I explain to them what they have, what they don't have. I tell them what's what's not real, what's real. Let me ask so, you a question. Okay. How do you tell the difference between 14 carat and 10 carat and all that? Uh, well, it's stamped. Oh, it, it, it it's it, on there. It's okay. on there. Now, okay. a lot of times, sometimes it's not on there. If it's not on there, I usually don't buy it. Oh, okay. Right, because that tells me it's not going to be gold, right? Because it is federal law. Oh, that you have to stamp. You have it. to have it stamped. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's a it's a law that you have to have it stamped. Now, if it's a ring or something that they made from a long time ago out of another ring, yes, I can go test it and see. We also have diamond testers to check all the stones. I look at stones. I know stones real well, so I can look at stones and tell you whether they're real or not. You know, um, so just bring everything in to me if you want to call and make an appointment. You can do that as well, or just stop by the store because you know I'm usually there's me there or somebody else. That's the numbers. It's 501-246-3655, and that's on 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard. We're in Hillcrest. We're in that three-story building right there across Caddy Corner from Leo's Greek Castle. Yep. Right. Easy enough to find him. Been there a while, about eight years now. You're going to have to push the buzzer to get in. You do. We've got some security. We always keep it there. But that's important, Dave. All right. So 
you figure out ten carat, you know, whatever carat it is, if it's platinum, what whatever metal you've got, then where do you go from there? I have a metal calculator that tells me I weigh everything's weighed and it's weighed out. It's all written down. And then I put it on the metal calculator and figure out what it's worth. Then I give them money. Okay. They want it for whatever. You know, like the guy said, Yeah, sure, I'll take that. Well, you know, whatever it is. But you got stuff laying around that's not doing anything. You might as well make something out of it and make it useful. Yeah. You know? Or or get the money out of it because that's and right now you're getting a lot more money because it's fifteen hundred dollars an ounce. Yeah. I mean, good lord. Doesn't and take much to make an ounce. Twenty penny weights no doesn't take that much. I call it twenty penny weights or thirty one point two grams. So anyway, we weigh in penny weights in my store to make it easy easy to do. Okay. You know, so so it's going to come to you. They bring me their silverware sets too. What, I what, buy silverware sets. What, what unscrupulous people? All right, because I know oh. you're you're a person of integrity because I've known you for years. And here's the key: if somebody decides they're going to go someplace else, what should they be watching? And you're looking at them, and there's well, anyway. there's a lot of unscrupulous things that do go on. First of all, there's material that's stamped 14 karat that isn't 14 karat. That happens with a lot of chains, the okay. bigger chains. They'll bring them in. I'll see where that stamp stamps on there crooked. It's not straight. It's not done like a manufacturer. Well, that tells me something. I look at it real close. Of course, mm-hmm. I can tell by looking at something whether it's actually really gold or not. You screw that thing in your eye or whatever. No, I don't have to screw it in my. Eye. I got. Yeah. <laughs> I got you know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I know. But uh, and I look at it real closely, and I can distinguish the two, and understand that you know it's like trying to distinguish natural pearls from, I mean, uh, from cultured pearls to fake glass. You know, you have to know these things. It's, you have to look for these important signs and things that keep coming in. Yeah, you know, you know how to not get taken. And you're, try, uh, you know, you're trying to make sure try other to, people. Understand I try not it. to allow myself to get in a position like that by explaining it to the customer what it is that do that they do have. Okay, so I, that's what the I, right that's, way that's, to do it. What I'm doing is I'm giving honest. I'm show them exactly what it is that they have, so they can trust me on there. Anything that they have an issue with, they can trust me. They can trust me bringing their grandmother's big diamond in because I'm going to take that diamond. I'm going to make sure it's weighed in front of them. I'm going to make sure I show it underneath the microscope in front of them and tell them exactly what's that inside that diamond. I'm going to identify that diamond for them so they'll always know that. Yeah. Do you still put when you get the microscope out? You still put it on the big screen. Yes, I, can do, look that. I can do it on the big screen if I want to, yes. But usually what I do is I say I come over here and I show them because I have a nice microscope that is a 70 power and I can show them exactly what it is. Flaws and at. things of that Well, nature. I don't call them flaws. I call them God's uh, uh, imperfections or whatever you want to call it because I think everything – I like perfection imperfections in a lot of stones because it gives that stone character mm-hmm. to me. That's the way I look at it. A, a flawless diamond to me is not as important as one that has a unique characteristic inside the stone. That self-identifies it, okay? Okay. You understand what I'm saying? It's kind of like a quartz. Quartz come in all kinds of varieties, but the inclusions that's inside that piece of quartz really make it pop out and make it look beautiful. Like black tourmaline, score tourmaline, rutil needles going through quartz, uh, just all kinds of different kinds of quartz, like mica quartz and things. I have all that as well, but, but it's the inclusions that make that stone look beautiful. Well, that's its character. Yeah, it's character. It's got character, Dave. Like us. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get one last break in, then we're going to come back and continue to talk with Eric. Uh, You got a question, 501-823-0965. You know, here's your opportunity. You've always, you know, I've heard this or I've heard that. 
call and talk to the expert here, and he'll tell you whether it's old wives' tales or there's some truth to it. 8230965. Back with you, last segment with uh, our buddy here, Eric Coleman, State Senator Kim Hammer, who, by the way, has his own show at noon on Saturdays right here on 1011 FM, The Answer. And this Saturday, he's got Jerry Cox. Uh, on from the uh, family uh, center, along with uh, Fultz, the lady who wants to get the necessary signatures to put on recreational marijuana on the ballot. Oh, wow, that's coming up. Yep, that's mm. going to come up next year, I would think. And uh, they'll be debating recreational marijuana on Saturday at noon. Well, didn't it already come to effect? I mean, I see. No, it no, in... that's medicinal marijuana. Oh, that's, okay, I got gotcha. you. This is just recreational. recreational. Wow, just whatever you know, just. I always coming. think about the I think about the people that were in prison that were over a joint, you know, something yeah. like that. I think it's terrible. Yeah. Bottom line, you're going to get the you may get the vote on that come uh, November of next year. So here you go. Uh, he wants to know uh, the state senator does about gold as an investment. You, do you think it's good, bad? Mm. Well, gold is a liquid. You could liquidate it at any time. It's always worth something, right? Yeah. It's good to have around. You know, you can have it in your possession or whatever. It's just good to have around. But like like you say, you would buy cheap and sell high if you're going to do that. If you're going to do that, so I would say I would say that the way I buy gold is I use it also as well to make items out of it. Okay, those items I take a piece of gold. I can break it down, alloy it out, make a piece of jewelry out of it. Okay. Okay. That sells that that that's the way I invest. I can do things like that. It's much better. Um, and you can wear it. Looks cool yeah, on you. you can wear it, and but it's yeah, it's good to have gold to, to, in order to have something that if you to liquidate at a particular time or if you need money. Okay, that's the way I would say that that would be the best. It's not the best investment. I would say that because it's going up and down and it fluctuates over the world markets. We don't know what's going to happen next, right? Yes, yeah. we got a war with Iran, or in case something happened really bad, the price of gold's going to shoot up. Yep. And we got things going on over in China right now that's causing the price to go up. So it's gone up $150 an ounce within, what, maybe a month and a half, two months. It's gone and shot up that fast. And we might have 1600 coming up pretty soon. Yeah, so if you bought it $1,200, you can make some money. Yeah, but see, what, look, if what, you want to sell what, it. Well, look at what platinum does. Platinum was way higher than gold. Now it's way down lower. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Platinum is like eight or $900 an ounce. Wow. I know. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's kind of and weird. And palladium which used to be $240 an ounce. It's the highest on the market <laughs> because it's being used in all kinds of different electronics all I'm, over the world. Now, you tell me, I'm hearing that uh, silver, uh, that uh, we may be running out of silver. Uh, Have you heard that? You know what, Dave? That's just a sale. It's a sales gimmick. Okay. Okay. First of all, we don't run out. Everything's reprocessed. Everything's redone and put back into the system. Yeah. Like if I buy a bunch of silver and I send it off, well, I get the money back for it, but it's being used and put back into the system. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's being transformed into other metal. So it's not being destroyed. It's not being, it's, no, it's not. It's being, being destroyed. It's all being, being repurposed. Repurposed. Okay. Uh, my idea, if you had, let's say, uh, 20 ounces of gold bars or whatever, but you had it in a safe. Wouldn't you feel much more comfortable if you had that in the safe? Oh, having yeah. that extra gold there at, in case you need it? I don't have them. I, look, I don't have them anymore, 
I bought them a long time ago, and then I had to sell them because of some things that happened. But I used to have cougar ants. Yeah, but th- that's that was a good point that you had that at that time. Yeah, when well, I needed it. Right. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's the idea. Is you're not going to be so able to, to you'll spend the cash. It's easy to spend hundred dollar bills. You better believe it. it. Goes, I mean, they don't last in your pocket very long, right? But you got gold coins or something. You got it in a safe. You only going to take that out when you really need the money. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, right. And that's what it is normally. Yeah. All right. So for folks, I mean, look, we're we're in August, middle of August. So you look, September, October, <gasps> four months away. I know. Four months away. Yep. Now's the time to go see Eric. It is, especially if you're going to have something custom made That's for Christmas. That's going to bring up. I mean, you don't wait until the Come last on. moment. <laughs> Come and see the man. And you just see me taking see care of what we can get done for you. It would be uh, your wife would love it for Christmas to take, be able to repurpose something, make it into something really nice. You. Well, we got to talk about the ring uh, next week. I need to talk to you about something that I have been talking to you for a year. Now I want to have it made about the two nails. Oh, the two nails. Yeah. Cross. Yes, okay, I sure. want to have that made, and uh, I think I'm going to hang that on a leather thong instead of on on a, um, a piece of silver or a piece of gold. Because oh, leather? Yeah, yeah. do okay. leather. I don't break out from leather, but me- metals many times really? call me to, oh, okay. cause me to break out. And leather would be fine then. We got leather, two millimeter, uh, different st- kinds of leather that we use in black and different colors. Yeah. And that's going to be part of my cross because I want you to go in the middle there and use that leather. It's kind of, I don't know what, what you call that. Where you the bell? It looks like yeah. It looks like a you put it on there. Yeah, it looks like we tie it to it. Yeah, in the middle of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's no then, problem. Okay, so we need to talk about a couple of things next okay. week and get things set up. This is what this guy I go to. All right, I'll tell you, Alan Kerr and other people that I know have gone. Well, what and I'm Joe from Joe's Garage. I mean, I, what I'm saying is that uh, if you haven't come by the store, just come by and introduce yourself. I mean, come down and see what I'm all about. I've got a lot of things in the store right now, Dave. You wouldn't believe it. I mean, it's, it's just you know, buy, I've been buying. I can't state believe jewelry. you have any more than I have ever seen when I'm in yeah. there. I go in there, <laughs> and it's amazing the amount of quality merchandise that you have right there well, for people to look at. It's kind of become where I've got to liquidate some things in order to have room for other things. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. I just bought a bunch of diamonds. <laughs> okay, so you bought you bought diamonds. What diamond the, hoop earrings? Are, are they? Is that the big thing right now? I have people asking for it, so I've got it in stock. It's coming in. Okay. For what Christmas. about colored stones? Oh man, I'm any covered. certain color. I got more color. I big? got color. I got more color than anybody else. Look, you got to come by, see my color because my color has to do with everything from fossils. Mm-hmm. All the way up the line to find Savorite garnets or whatever it is that you're looking for. You know, and I can get everything in. I sell everything. Alexanderites, you know. Yeah. What is it that you want? And I'm I'm pretty efficient about knowing everything there is when it comes to colored stones. And then bottom line, he can create. As you sit there, he can create what it is that you want. Right. That's what's really amazing about the 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 product that you brought in to your uh, yeah your right. store. we've been making a lot more stuff because my CAD guy is sitting on the computer designing and making jewelry with my stones. I'm saying here, make something out of this. Let's do something here. 
So we're working and correct, and we're going back and forth. So what, you take the pictures of the stones, and he can take the pictures of the stone and put them into the you, jewelry that you he's, take, devo- he's no, developing? No, what you do on the CAD is like, this is a brown dravite. It's a, it's a brown tourmaline, big, beautiful stone. Okay. So you go on there, and you punch it in, in uh, the oval or the cushion, large. You put in the size of the millimeter of that particular stone from width and depth and length, and then it shows up, and you, it goes into the setting. The setting adjusts automatically, makes the setting. You see what I'm saying? Amazing and then you what build you can do with computers. Yeah. It, uh, computers, yeah. It's, 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 that's the way it's done these days, Dave. Yeah. It's, it, not, it's just not a little pencil sketch so like it used to be. And I'm looking at the B Core 90 system to come in and to print out the 3D cat, the waxes. So the wax will be printed out, and the customer can see the wax prior to being cast. Wow. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's incredible. I mean, the technology is unbelievable. Yeah. Which day is your better day? Do you have, is any day better? For people to come by? I would say any day is. If you want to call and make an appointment because you're bringing your mother's or grandmother's stuff by and for me to look at it, just call me and and come on by the store. I'll make an appointment for you. It's 501-246-3655, and I'll be glad to help you with that. Whether you want to sell or don't want to sell it, it doesn't matter. And if you want to make something out of it, that's fine too. But I help people all the time with what it is they come across. Yeah, you may not want to get rid of it, but you want to know what it's worth. He'll tell you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and he's not going to charge you to tell you. He'll tell you. I, I I go through and help people all the time, Dave. Yeah, that's what makes you special. Well, the one thing is, I'm in the people business. I'm not in the jewelry business. Slash, yeah. I call it my relationship business that I have with people. You build relationships with people. They trust you just like they need, you know, a good jeweler. I don't want them to come and see me. I want them to identify me as that. I go see Eric. He'll, he'll treat you right. He'll take good care of you. All right, tell them where you're located again. 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard in Hillcrest, Caddy Corner to Leo's Greek Castle. There's a three-story building by La Terraza. I'm right there beside La Terraza Restaurant. And uh, just stop by any time. You know, it's pretty easy to park on the side of the street and come in through my store. <laughs> All right, he'll take good care of you. Sure will. Here's, here's what I'll tell you about Eric. You can trust him. Right. There's very few people that I will tell you you can go to that you can trust. I can look across this man sitting by me right now and tell you, this man you can trust. Right. Eric. That's what jewelry business is all about. And I appreciate you, man. Sure. Thanks for coming in uh-huh. today. Thanks. For Always me. a fun time to sit down with you. We'll get you on here in the near future. I will be by to see you next week. I do, I do need to do that. Okay. Or I'll end up, you'll be reading me on the front page of the paper. They found me in a <laughs> ditch somewhere. All right. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. I'll be back. Water for Christ. What's that about? Stick around. I'll tell you when we get back. All right. Yeah, we're good. Don't worry about that. Door can be open. Okay. Everybody's already gone home. Okay. You know, it's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I do the same in our office. All right. Hey, welcome back. Dave Ellswick Show, 4 o'clock hour. The Water for Christ marketing director, Ben Temple is uh, in the studio right now. Thank you for the honey that you brought me. This is from your hives? Yes, sir. How many bees you got? I got about five hives. I used to have about 30. You spread out too much, it's hard to take care of them. It's a lot of hard work, especially in the summer, in a bee suit, yeah. taking care of bees. A little bit. You can lose yeah. about eight pounds in an hour in wow. that suit. I bet you it's hot. Yeah, I can imagine that. So how much honey does, does five hives produce for you? 
I'm not a professional. Okay. So a lot of those professionals are serving up 55-gallon drum barrels. Wow. I'm lucky if I can get five gallons out of one of my hives. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good day for me. Okay, but that's still 25 <laughs> gallons, it's, man. It's a lot. It's a lot. And so I've got a lot of customers who enjoy raw honey. And to all your listeners, Dave, that is the word I would encourage people to look for when they buy honey is raw honey. Not, a not little bit more produced. healthier for you. Yeah, not pasteurized. Pasteurized. Yes, sir. It kind of gets rid of the good stuff in it. Yes. So You know, what's great about honey is that it never goes bad. That's correct. It's the only food that I know of that never spoils. Yeah. They found it in Egyptian tombs over thousands of years old. That's why it was used for barter so much back in the... When I say back in the day, I'm talking back to the pharaohs and Moses' day and Abraham's day and, and whatnot. It was highly valued. I still value it today. I've got some stockpile just in case, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have? Do you uh, you sell your honey? Evidently, I mean, I do. do you do it over the internet, or do you? Do Most you, people know me. Like I said, I ha- I'm a small timer, so sometimes I sell out pretty quickly. But most people have my cell phone. I have a website, TempleHouseHoney.com. Okay. So I'm out there. Where are you out on on Highway 65? No, I just online sales and mostly, you know, Facebook. Okay. I have a website, a Facebook market, or whatever it's called. You know, I'm, I'm on Facebook. People, if you search Temple House Honey on Facebook, you can find me and well, send me I'm a message. I'm going to go and, and like you so yeah, I can keep up with you. Cause, uh, it's seasonal. <laughs> I'm big with honey. I really am. There's nothing better than having breakfast and having a, the big old fluffy biscuit and putting honey on it. Amen. Eating it with your... With your uh, over easy eggs. There you know you what go. I'm saying? I do know what you're Put saying. Put some bacon, bacon on it, maybe. I don't know. It so. depends. You know, maybe uh, some, uh, I don't know what they make it out of now that it's not really bacon. It's a turkey. Yeah. It's really turkey, but flavored like bacon yeah. or whatever. Ah. So anyway, let, let, let's talk. You're the marketing director for Water for Christ. That's we're, right. Well, we're going to talk about some things that you all have coming up. You're raising funds. Why don't you tell everybody, first of all, what Water for Christ is all about. Absolutely. Well, first of all, Dave, thank you for having me on the show today. About five years ago, I got hooked up with a man by the name of Tim Tyler, who was the founder of Water for Christ, and he wanted me to do a little bit of marketing for his business, the Tyler Group in Conway, Mm -hmm. but he also had founded this project called Water for Christ. And so as I began to learn more about it, it really opened my eyes to the worldwide crisis of water shortage and dirty water and the problems that people all across the world really have all right so let me stop you i know people are listening and you haven't had to worry about dirty water you walk into your kitchen and you flip on the faucet and water comes out that's right you go to the bathroom you turn on the shower water comes out whatever you know we take water for granted and I would say in two-thirds of the undeveloped world, which is called the world in general, people don't have access to clean water. That's correct. The statistics that I know are about one in ten Okay, people, people. in the world. All right. You know, whatever the world estimate is, seven billion plus these days is what some figures I've seen recently one in ten, we're talking about almost a billion people. 880, 900 million people do not have access to clean drinking water. Yeah. And that's a good point that we take it for granted. I like to say it like this. If people would get out in the world, I think we as Americans would get along a lot better. 
because we have it so amazing in our country. And I love that about America. But you go to some of these other countries, it's not the case, Dave. No, I know. I've been in other parts of the world. I know know exactly how it is. And uh, I try to, I I was talking about this with Pastor Scott on Tuesday, Scott Stewart. And I was just telling him, I was sitting back, back my house. And I, you know, I don't make a whole lot of money or anything. I'm normal, just everyday guy. But I've got an above ground pool. I got a little deck next to it. It holds uh, 25,000 gallons of water. And I was sitting back there with my wife and I was just talking to her. And I said, you know, do you ever look around and just think about how blessed we really are? I said, we always talk about, we, you know, we, with other people and everybody's always talking, I need this and I need that and I want this and I want that. We have, I, I bet you I live as well as Solomon did back in the, the times of, of just after uh, of David, you know, because I'm, I'm just telling you, we live like kings. And, we, and, we, and, and we're just, that's just being an average American. Yes. To your point, because I've done some research on this being in the nonprofit world, about the average American, do you want to take a guess of what percentage you are in the world as far as rich? Are you in the top 10, 20, 30, 40, no, 50%? I'm we're in the top 1%. You're, you're pretty close. Every average American, just average, is within the top 5% of the richest people in the world with the American dollar. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that that's. I always make mention. I I bet you it's once a week. I I say this. Just thank God that you won life's lottery. Yeah, and you were born in the United States of America. We've quoted that before, but you're absolutely right. In Arkansas, in particular, you know, you go out west, Nevada, California. They're not their state highways are, are freezing those those water sprinklers in mm-hmm. Arkansas. We're watering our grass, and and I'm not. I, I've watered my grass before. That's okay. That, yeah. That's good. I'm glad that we have a blessed state that knows how to manage resources so that I can water my grass if mm-hmm. I want to. But that is luxury, and we have it at the state level, the city level. So we're very blessed in Arkansas specifically with water. And we were a little too blessed earlier this year. Yeah, but uh, you're gonna have too much of a blessing sometimes. <laughs> so, I I agree. I I like what my pastor. James Bennett says uh, at New Life Church in Cabot, and he says, you know, he's been a missionary before, and he says there are people in the world that look at us here in the United States, and they go, you have a room just for your clothes. I just want a room. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's, it's, you know, they don't have, some people don't have houses, you know, just that's the way it is. We, we work in Africa where we work. We work a lot in Ghana, West Africa. Okay. And then when we fly into the capital city of Accra, about 7 million people, we'll hop a plane nine, after the nine-hour flight to Accra. We'll hop a one-hour flight in-country plane to North Ghana. It's called the Northern Re- Region. It's pretty close to the Sahara Desert. <laughs> Most people know the Sahara Desert, biggest desert in the world. It's hot up there. Mm-hmm. And so water is life up there. So when we are able to bring water to a rural area, I mean, it makes a big, big difference. Yeah, so let's talk about this, water for Christ. And uh, 
You've been involved with this for how many years now? About five years. Okay. And how many times have you been overseas? I've been to Africa three times and recently to Haiti about this time last year, okay. last October. So first time you went to Africa, life-changing? Yeah, absolutely, yes. And people told me it was going to change my life, and I said, I'm 30 years old. I've lived in Los Angeles. I know people from all around the world. What's going to change my life? Absolutely life-changing. You can see the pictures growing up in life. You can go to college. You can get a degree in it. But until you see it, smell it, see the things that aren't in the pictures, you can't explain it. Yeah, you watch Discovery Channel all you want to. It doesn't take the place of being there. And it's just what you said, seeing it, smelling it, and just experiencing it. That's right. It's amazing. So tell us about Water for Christ and what you all are doing. Sure. I'll kind of take you through a trip as in, in short, Water for Christ is a nonprofit that seeks to provide clean drinking water to remote rural villages in need while keeping our eyes on the prize and spreading the gospel at the same time. Hence the name Water for Christ. So how we do this, we do this a couple of ways. We have equipment in Ghana where we can drill our own wells and provide wells for people in need. But because the need is so great everywhere, we're having to work with existing drillers, third parties, to get wells done because the need is so great that when we go over there for two weeks at a time, we may drill five wells while we're there, and that's great. And then we leave, and that next day we need five more in other villages. So what Water for Christ aims to do is raise funds here or throughout the world to provide clean drinking water for people in need. That's that's our focus. While we do this, we are able to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's very simple. And what water does, it just, it just opens a door for us to be able to talk to people about the love of Christ. And we can show that through our actions. We don't do anything that's not within the law. We don't do anything pushy. We have a meeting with the chief. We ask permission. Can we drill a well in your community? Hey, if we drill it here, is that going to be okay with you? Is this a good location? Is this good for you? Is this better for you? What would be good for you? We show the love of Christ to people. So... The P- these villages, and we got to take a break here. Let me ask you to answer this when we come back. These villages, tell us how far people go to get water just on a daily basis and how different their life becomes when they have a well that's right in their village. Let's talk about that when we come back. Uh, ben Temple is our guest. He's the marketing director of Water for Christ. He's on here to talk about uh, some different things they're going to do, like this Saturday they're going to do hot dogs and hot rod, car show out on 65 in Greenbrier. We'll give you all the information on this. All of this is to raise money, all the things we're going to talk about, raise money to be able to put these wells in. I'll uh, talk with Ben. We'll find out how much does a well cost. It's not as much as you might think, and you can be involved in this. So let's uh, let's talk about that when we come back. But I want to see the life-changing things that happen with drilling a well in a village. 19 after 4, it's the Dave Ellswick Show here at 101.1 FM, The Answer. Okay. Yeah, Ben Temple is my guest here this hour, marketing director for Water for Christ. This is a group that goes over and digs wells uh, for villages, and they're working in Ghana, Africa. And I... I just, it, it's amazing how ignorant we are here in the States about how lucky we are uh, and how nice it is that 
you go home and whether it's in an apartment or a house or whatever and you just turn on the faucet and you got drinkable water that's not the way it is in a good portion of the world and this organization goes over and helps uh people in different uh, countries make sure that they can get drinkable usable uh water and and ben's here to talk about that plus about some events they got coming up uh ben tell me i asked uh, before we left now i'll let you tell us the story here uh until a village gets their own well how far did they have to go to get water it's a great question dave i think the average is about two three miles one way one way okay just to walk to an existing neighboring community where there is a working well so in africa we where we work it's mainly the women and children who do this so it's not a luxury to get to go to school it's it's survival to go and get water for the family bathe clean and then carry it back there's various ways to carry it back but most of them carry buckets on their head containers on their head and this they may make several trips just to get adequate water for the day so think about that as far as time and from a economical standpoint right we're spending several hours collecting water while i'm not spending hours making money cooking doing other things that i need to survive putting a well in a town that doesn't have one which we do all the time village two three thousand people walking hours one way to get water is life changing i can walk 10 minutes i can get water i can go back home i now have time to work so how we say it there's a statistic that says for every dollar invested in the clean water is times four for the economical dollar so you're getting four times your return just by investing in clean water okay so do they set up this with these wells and try to work out a way that they can disperse this amongst the village so that you don't even have to go get the water at the, a central place but it comes to your home that's that they do that in the bigger cities they do it through water tanks and reservoirs okay we drill hand pumped wells the old okay. school way all right there's no electricity in them and the reason we like that is because many of nights in africa you hear that sound power just went out there went my ac there with my fan it's already 90 it's about to get hot quick yeah well next day if they're buying their power from nigeria like a country like ghana does mm-hmm. well are we going to get power today tomorrow three days from now well if i've got a if i've got a well that's on electric i may not get clean water for three days so we really like to invest in those good old-fashioned works every time hand pumps that does that but more and more we're seeing hospitals bigger communities where the need is for a big 500 thousand gallon tank with a reservoir with an electric pump on it so you're thinking what i'm thinking right solar lots of sun over there we need solar great thought love it it's getting more affordable people steal it so here we are back in the same boat we've invested in solar now we really got here now we gotta now we really gotta fence it off just to protect it just so these people exactly like copper here so we do we're starting to drill more electric wells in places where we think that makes sense but nine out of ten of nine out of ten of our wells are just our good old-fashioned wells. Okay. Now, the next half hour, I'm going to use to talk about the events that are coming up. So I'm going to get another question or two here about wells. How long does it take to drill a well, and how do you find the water? I mean, not every place you're going to 
you know, want to poke a hole, are you going to find water? That's a great question. The The director of Water for Crisis, Tim Tyler, he's a land surveyor from Conway. So he knows a little bit about land. That helps. The trick we use in Africa are mango trees. Mango trees bear fruit in the dry season. Ding, ding, ding. Where good, healthy mango trees are, there could be a good source of water underneath there. Where you see dead mango trees, don't dig. That's our best indication. Everybody thinks they know the best way to find water. We just kind of say our prayers and drill. I think we hit water about 75 to 80% of the time. I've seen about 20 wells drill, and one time we didn't hit water. But there are times where you don't hit it. But some of the cultures, they like to do the uh, where the metal rods cross. They call it witching over there. Yeah. And Divining. You know, we, 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 we honor them in their request to do that, but we don't necessarily use that as our final decision. Okay. So you hit a, a, you're going to hit a, a dry hole once in a while. That's right. For the majority of things, you're hitting water over there. It's it's amazing how God set it up. When it filters through those layers of the earth into those aquifers or reservoirs underneath, it is clean, crisp, cold water. Okay. So for our listeners who, in a few moments, uh, I'm going to tell them how they can donate to you all and sure. hopefully we'll raise some money for you. But here's the key. Uh, how much to, to drill a well? I want to say about $5,000 is the average. Okay. And we're working more and more with local drillers in certain countries where we can drill three, four, five at a time when we can save up our capital funds. It's just like anything. When you buy in quantity, you get a bigger discount. So we've been able to get them for under 5000 recently. But in other parts of the world where I went to Haiti last year, I think we paid about 9000 for a well down there. Why? It was an island. Try to get anything into there. It's more complicated. Yeah. So it can, it can vary. Now, you asked earlier about how long it takes to drill. Yes. Our machine can drill them in about six to eight hours of borehole, good two, three hundred feet down if you don't have any problems. Of course, mm-hmm. sometimes you have problems. Yeah, rocks, but there are, there are bigger machines that cost a lot more money. We don't, have, we don't have funds to get one of those machines right now, but the bigger companies that we work with do. Man, these things punch a hole in the ground in an hour. 300 feet down, six inches wide diameter. So they make the more powerful, the quicker it goes. All right. We'll be back. We'll talk further with Ben Temple. He is the marketing director for Water for Christ. A great story here about a great organization. We got more for you after the news, which is now. All right. My guest, Ben Temple, marketing director for Water for Christ. Ben, I've been remiss. Uh, what is a, a a good website people can go to to find out more about uh, Water for Christ and and uh, maybe a phone number uh, as well so people can make uh, a donation to your all's organization. Sure. You can find all of our information on the website, waterforchrist.com, just like it sounds. Okay. Phone number is 501-503-7373. So you can do everything you want to do just by going to waterforchrist.com. That's right. All right. You guys take debit cards and all yes, that? Sir. All yes, right. sir. There's a process to kind of get signed up, or you can give anonymously, but it'll take debit card, credit cards, and you got a T-shirt on. You guys sell those? We do. All right. We do. They're that pretty cool. You, yeah, it's nice. I like it a lot. I really do. All right. Let's talk about some things you all have coming up. Sure. Uh, you want people to come out. Uh, it's a way for you all to make money. The first event is coming up this Saturday. Tell us what it is, where it's going to be, what time it's going to be, etc. Sure. 
This Saturday, tomorrow, between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., is going to be the fourth annual Hot Dogs and Hot Rods Car Show in Greenbrier, Arkansas, just like you said, on Highway 65 at Lifesong Baptist Church. Okay, now where is that? If you've been to Branson, you you know how to get up Highway 65 sure. north. And in, it's basically in the center of town, but a good landmark is right across from McDonald's. Oh, okay, right across from the big yeah. McDonald's. Thing. But you okay. won't miss it, Dave. There should be about 50, possibly even 100 really cool-looking cars out there. Yeah. So you'll you'll know it when you see it when you see those big hot rods out front. Yeah, yeah, going, that's you know that's always a cool thing to go check out. And it says hot dogs. You're going to be grilling hot dogs and stuff. Yes, sir. We've got a guy with Woodman Life by the name of Michael West who donates all the time, food, everything. Well, I shouldn't say that. There's another guy that donates the food, Sammy Holloman with Pettigene Meats. So they're really good hot dogs. Yeah, those are but, good. But hot he donates dogs. the grill and time of cooking them up for us. So. We'll have hot dogs, cokes, chip, all for five bucks. We've got uh, loblolly ice cream is going to be there. It's it's really Good a family. Ice cream. It is. It is. It's really a family friendly event. We're okay. have bounce houses for the kids, cokes, hot dogs, you name it. We've got a country singer coming in from Oklahoma with live entertainment. But really, the coolest thing to me is just looking at these cool classic cars we've got 32 roasters i've seen before out there there's one from the early 1900s that i don't even know how it works it's got a little stick thing <laughs> corvettes camaros there's some really we, we have a really good show it's really cool muscle cars muscle cars from the 70s, 70s. oh yes absolutely muscle cars you got to have those now i'm seeing it costs 20 bucks to register your car to get it in but it's free to the public that's right it's a free event now, if you want to bring your car, it's not too late. You just need to get there between 8 and 10 a.m. to get registered, and it'll cost 20 bucks for that, no problem. But the event itself starts between 10 and 2. And then all the money is going to water for Christ. That's right. All right. So you pay for a hot dog and some chips and a soda, you're going to be given 5 bucks to water for That's Christ. That's right. And most of this food has been donated, T-shirts we're going to have for sale. And, of course, we take donations, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So this is... Did you say the fourth year? This is our fourth year doing it. We every year we've raised almost twenty thousand dollars. This wow. year we're hoping to raise thirty. So that's incredible. It's a pretty big deal. Again, that's four well. You're doing them quick math. Yes. Yeah. It's a big deal. That's a life changer for four villages. It's it's a huge deal. I mean, you're talking about the stories we hear. I'll share a quick one with you. It's just amazing. People that have to drop out of school because they had money to go to school, which again is a luxury. But they had to survive for the family. So they're dropping out of school. You come put a well into town where you get a thank you note that says, hey, thanks. I can go back to school now and get an education because I don't have to survive for my family. I mean, it's a big deal to get a well in a village. So, so yes, please come out and support us. It's going to be an awesome time. So how big did you say that these typical villages are? Where we try to work, a lot of the villages between 10, I'm sorry, between two and five thousand people but there's a place we drilled in downtown of a bigger city that may have a hundred thousand people in it well seventy five thousand people that may service that center area it's kind of a hub for the the rural villages we've drilled wells there in the center of town for the police department of all things and we did that as just kind of a way to honor the police in that particular just place think, just think for just one moment that going to this car show and let's say just for your family, you and your wife, maybe two kids, all right? 20 bucks for hot dogs and soda and chips. 20 bucks that's going to go towards Water for Christ. And um, your money with other people's money come, you know, four to, to six wells can be drilled. 
think about how many people's lives you're touching in a special way. That's amazing. It it really is. It's an amazing. I mean, that that's the way I want everybody to think about this. You can literally reach around the world and touch people's lives and give them something that we take for granted. That's right. Amazing. Okay, now you got something coming up in October. I want you to talk about this. This is a uh, art for water gala at the governor's mansion. Yes, sir. This sounds this sounds like a little bit more uh, dressy than a car show. It's, it's going to be a little different atmosphere than okay. the car show. Both are going to be really fun, though. This is going to be our first year doing this in Little Rock. We've got Susan Hutchinson, Arkansas's first lady, who's going to be our keynote speaker. We've got the Governor's Mansion, gorgeous venue to have it at. And we have got local Arkansas artists from all over, really, the state, mm-hmm. who are donating their art so that this is going to be 100% to benefit Water for Christ. Okay, so this, are you going to have a big silent auction? We're is going to have key? a big silent auction, but we've also got Mr. Johnny Mitchum from KW Real Estate, who is going to be our auctioneer. And I don't know if you know Mr. Mitchum, but he's a pretty good auctioneer. I so don't we're going, to, know. we're going to have a live auction for a couple of really nice pieces. All right. And you're looking for sponsorships for that. Uh, if you want to sponsor uh, this, uh, go to waterforchrist, one word, dot brushfire, dot com. That's exactly right. We have a page set up directly to buy tickets, which are $100 for the individual who wants to go. Maybe you've never been to the governor's mansion. 100 bucks will buy you a ticket, and that's going to be a, a great way to support us. The waterforchrist.brushfire.com website is the direct site, but of course you can find it, the link on waterforchrist.com. Okay, so this is going to be from 6 o'clock in the evening until 8 on October 15th at the governor's mansion which is a very special place by the way if you've not been there since they renovated it it's cool it's very cool inside i've never been no i'm excited you're gonna like it a hundred dollars a ticket uh you get your tickets by uh, just going to uh, waterforchrist.com that's the easiest way go to waterforchrist.com there's a tab called events you'll see the event art for water and there's a link to to follow from there Okay, check that all out yeah now if you can't go uh, but you would like to go, then give a hundred bucks. There you go. Just say I wanted to go, but I can't go. But here's a hundred dollars. Yeah, send somebody right. else. Is this the first time to do this? This is. So there's going to be like any time working through an event, a process to really figure out how to make it better. But you know, we've got a local artist James Hayes. He does blown glass. He's going to have some fantastic pieces that he's donated that are going to be able to get bid on. He's he's a well known name. And we have other artists, in addition to him, that are doing some pretty cool things. We've got an artist who's going to have a sculpture that's going to be donated. So this is going to be a really fun event to attend. It's going to be a beautiful event to attend and for an awesome cause. All right. Now, someone who wants to sponsor, again, that's Water for Christ. That's one word, waterforchrist.brushfire.com. How about uh, if if you're an artist and uh, you want to... You know, give some material to be uh, auctioned off. Do they go to the brush fire or just the water for Christ? You just Christ? go to waterforchrist.com, send us an email. We've got an email on there, and you can just let us know that you're interested in being a part of the event. Okay. All right. So, something I have, I, there's some questions I haven't asked you. we got to get a break in. We'll come back. We'll finish up uh, this hour uh, with Ben Temple when we come back. Like, uh, 
Where is Water for Christ located? We'll talk about that here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, Ben Temple with us, uh, Marketing Director, Water for Christ. We'll go back here in just a minute, tell you about what's coming up on Saturday, how you can help this organization. Uh, For sure, if you're in the Greenbrier area, you know, you're out in Quitman, those kinds of areas out there. If you're in uh, Conway, uh, you can really help on Saturday. We'll tell you about that in a moment. But first of all, let me go back into some basic questions that I need to ask. And Water for Christ, uh, is that a local program? Is it in Conway? Is it in Little Rock? I mean, where is it located at? We're right here in Conway, Arkansas. We have a little headquarters there. And then we have a storage unit in Greenbrier, Arkansas, that we use to, to warehouse large diesel engines and things that you might think that go with a drilling outfit okay but we work internationally we've worked in arkansas before we'd love to help the home state our mission is not to drill the well that waters the flowers uh, but there have been some opportunities to work with some other nonprofits in rural areas in arkansas who who did need a well and we were able to partner with those but typically we're in conway arkansas as our headquarters but we're an international organization okay so you head out to uh is africa ghana the only country out there in the world that you guys go to, or do you travel to other areas as well? Our vision is to be a worldwide mission that meets the needs of people. So we do where we do this wherever we can help the need. So okay. we've done this in Ghana, the country to the north, which is Burkina Faso. We drilled two wells there this February. A couple years ago, we drilled a well in Liberia. These people, and this is a true story, they were walking four kilometers, I think it's about three miles, something like that, one way to get water out of the river, not even a well, not even clean water, just four kilometers, one way to get water out of the river to come back four kilometers just to drink. And they were having, oh, 5,000 people come in for revival at a church, and it was also a school. And so they said, hey, can you help us water for Christ? So we said, yes. So we were able to, through strategic partnerships, drill a well for that community in Liberia, which is where they had the Ebola outbreak in two, yes. a while ago. And so that made a huge impact for several women at that at that kind of revival conference, about 5,000 people, to not have to walk hours just to get, water, just to get dirty water, mm-hmm. but they could get it right there on site. So Liberia, Burkina Faso, drilled about 70 wells to date in Ghana. That's our primary focus because we have a lot of connections there and equipment. But we have also drilled three wells in Haiti last year and this year. All right. You work with the local churches there? Yes, sir. We found it best to work with people who already have those connections with the people. And we our secret sauce is to really equip those missionaries. I like that. <laughs> secret sauce? Yes. I got that from Toastmasters. It's okay. A, anyway. They, our secret sauce is to work with the existing missionaries and pastors who are already have the relationships and speak the language with sure, the people. Sure, they're on the ground. They got the relationship. And so we try to support them and drill wells at their churches. That way they can really meet the needs of the people, both physically and spiritually. And that's, that's our ultimate mission. Meet people's physical needs so that they'll listen to us about spiritual needs of Jesus Christ. That's what we do, and we show the love of Christ through providing clean water. All right. That's it. So you said you've been over there a few times. Uh, Have you gotten the chance to share your faith? Have you gotten a chance to do any preaching? I'm not a preacher, but I have had a chance to share my faith. There's been a couple of times that I've been able to really connect with people and share my story. Most recently in Haiti, 
met some guys on the soccer field, which they think big, tall, kind of, I, I kind of stick out in a, in, a, in a foreign country. Yeah, but I think over in Africa, they're a lot smaller than you. Yeah. They're probably looking up at you. So so I'm able to kind of connect with people on the soccer field sometimes. And, and through those stories, you know, I'll catch a ride with them on the back of the motorcycle home. And I just kind of tell them while we're there, it's opened the door for me to share my testimony. Okay. So uh, I'm just saying, what's the future? I mean, you guys want to be a worldwide organization. I would say probably the only thing that holds you back is finances. You nailed it, Dave. We want to be a worldwide mission outfit, but we also want to be make a difference where we can make the most impact. So as God leads us, as more funds are provided, I think more doors are going to be opened because there's a lot of great outfits that drill clean water wells. And I, that's a noble cause. And we, we support them and recommend them. But again, our mission is to meet people's physical needs and spiritual needs. So where those doors are open or rather where we can go and open up the door for that, maybe another way to say it is where is where we're going to go. And I, I think that's the Lord that's going to lead us. All right. Fantastic. Uh, you guys are to be highly commended. For what you're doing uh, i'll make sure that i put you on my prayer list we we'll appreciate be, that we'll be praying for you and uh if you uh if a church gets a hold of you will you come out and present to them what you all are doing yeah absolutely that's the best way for us to really show people what we're doing through pictures and videos and and, and longer stories that you know i have more time to share with than we do today and then also Maybe that sparks the need for someone to go with us, and then they can come back and share their story. And that's always exciting when people do that. All right. To get that information, go to waterforchrist.com. That's waterforchrist, one word, dot com. Now, before I let you get away, I told you the last five minutes, and that's exactly what we got left. Uh, You tell us again about what's happening this Saturday in Greenbrier. Sure. On Highway 65 in the center of Greenbrier, you're going to see about 50 to 100 hot rods on the side of the road at Lifesong Baptist Church. That's going to be right across from McDonald's in Greenbrier. We're having our fourth annual Hot Dogs and Hot Rods Car Show to benefit Water for Christ. We want to raise $30,000, so we need everybody to come out and support us. And by the way, Greenbrier is just 40 minutes from Little Rock on a Saturday. It's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. So it is absolutely worth it to come to this car show. I mean, we have everything from 32 Roadsters, Corvettes, muscle cars, Mercedes Benz that are 2015 rarity cars that are a quarter million dollars. We have some cool cars that you can come and see. So it's an awesome event to bring your family. Weather looks pretty good out there. We're going to have cold Cokes, bounce houses, ice cream, lava lolly ice cream from Little Rock is going to be there. It's going to be a great event. It's going to be tomorrow between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. in downtown Greenbrier, Arkansas at Lifesong Baptist Church. Look for all the hot rods on the right. Okay, now listen. Not just any kind of hot dog. All right? It's Pettigene. That's right. Oh, these are Pettigene dogs. That's a good, very good hot dog. They're kind of snap when you bite into them. If you've never had a hot dog that snaps then you ain't had a really good hot dog. <laughs> That's right, Dave. And we've got a guy up there, Sammy Holloman, who donates those to us. So we're thankful for him. So, again, all the money that we receive is going straight to Benefit Water for Christ. Okay, so make sure that you get out to this on Saturday. Starts at 10, goes till 2, Life Song Baptist Church, right there, straight down to the middle of Greenbrier, uh, Interstate 65, right across from uh, the uh, 
McDonald's, and that's the big landmark in Greenmar. I'll tell you. you hey, Greenmar is moving up. There's going to be a couple it, new it's a new landmarks, bigger, man. So it's, uh, it's gotten a lot bigger. I I own land out in Barney, so I go yeah. by Greenbrier from time to time. Yeah, and then I always go by Greenbrier when I'm heading to Branson. Yeah, there you go. Then I'm going up to Dolly Parton Stampede. You know they got a steak and shake Greenbrier. You know that, Dave? I do know that, and that's incredible that they've got that. Yeah. And uh, I have to get up there because, <laughs> look, uh, there's another place that's come. I'm not going to mention names right now. That They do tile on red and white instead of black and white like uh, okay. Steak and Shake. And Steak and Shake's big in the Midwest, and yeah. I grew up on Steak and Shake. Yeah. And uh, their burgers, the garlic burger is the die for. <laughs> I mean, so if you've never had the garlic burger, have that. If you've never had their Steak and Shake uh, uh, malts, you got to have them. I, I I bet you they got their uh, their happy hour there too. Where yeah. you can get them a half price. I mean, it's cheap. It's it's good stuff. We love it. All right, just think about Greenbrier when you think about that. Don't forget, we'll have them back on before this happens. But October fifteenth from six to eight, they're going to have this art for water gala at the governor's mansion, uh, and this is a hundred dollars for ticket. Uh, they're going to have a lot of artists show up out there. The first uh, lady of Arkansas, Susan Hutchinson, is going to speak. There's going to be uh, some live dance performances, musical entertainment, and a live and silent art auction that goes on. What better art to hang on your walls than local art that's done by local artists? One of those local artists is nationally recognized artist James Hayes. That's right. He'll be there about that. To learn more about it, again, remember, Water for Christ dot com let's go there ben, you got it it's always a pleasure by the way again thank you for the honey you're welcome for you who are watching over on facebook live see yeah, a nice little bottle that he sent me i like that so, that'd go good with my biscuits tomorrow morning and put in your coffee too okay i'll give it a shot honey's good for you what can i tell you it's good for you ben it's been a pleasure you've done a great job Thanks. of talking about your organization and again remember that water for christ is located in conway this is a local organization with a worldwide reach. Thank you. Thanks, Dave. All right. Appreciate you. Keep working for the Lord. He'll bless this. He really will. I'll be back. We got uh, who we got coming up still. I've got to get Pat Davis. Pat Davis is coming. He's here. He's already here. You guys know, shave your head better, buddy. Pat Davis here on the Dave Ellswick Show next. Hour of the uh, Dave Ellswick Show for a Friday. Pat Davis is here with us. You'll remember Pat Davis, your health plan man, as we uh, termed him, and he comes in about once a quarter now and sits and talks about things like health insurance that uh, he's got a legitimately uh, unique way of uh, presenting to you which i think that you're going to find very interesting here this last hour if you've never heard about him here it is all right first of all calling 501-605-6935 501-605-6935 or visit him online at your health plan man.com your health plan man.com so, Pat, you came in. I got a big kick out of this. He comes in and he says, <laughs> see, I wanted to show this to you. And he's got, he didn't bring the actual check because he knew what would happen to it. Uh, but <laughs> he, he comes in and he shows me a copy of a check that he got. 
Now, I, I'm just going to ask the question, and then I'm going to turn Pat loose because I don't have to ask very much. I, I just tell Pat, go, and he goes. <laughs> Here's the key. When's the last time your insurance company sent you a check? Yeah, really. I mean, when's the last time, first of all, you sent them a check, and then when's the, when's the first or only time they've ever sent you a check? Pat, I'll let you take it from there. Sure. Um, and th- and that's really what I am encouraging people today. If you have go to the doctor or to the hospital especially, and you don't get a check or at least a very, very good reduced bill, call me. You really have nothing to lose. Um, I just want to help as many people as I can. It's pretty incredible. My wife and I, from going to the doctor, urgent care, hospital, and emergency room, Four or five times this year, we've received checks. The last time I was in the hospital for five days, I had a pulmonary embolism. First of June, I left on the 6th, and my bill was paid in full. My deductible was met, and I got a check for almost $3,000, which I showed to Dave, $2,862 and some change. If that's never happened to you, go on my website. You know, you don't have to necessarily call me, but just go on my website, yourhealthplanman.com, and right when you get on there, there's a video you can watch, and it explains my passion for what I do, okay? Health insurance is one of the biggest rackets that there ever has been. Why does a woman get bit by a rattlesnake in Arizona, and the provider pays $200 for the anti-venom, and they had to get two of them, and they build the insurance company for four hundred dollars worth of antivenom. Dave, they build them eighty grand for the mm-hmm. insurance. It, 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 that's a scam. And so the reason that I love what I do is I help people to get into insurance that doesn't have all those middlemen uh, along with the insurance company, whoever that sucks up that money that could be better used. I think I can do a lot better. It's like I feel about the government. I believe I can do a lot better job with my money than the government can. They don't. Yeah, they sure don't. <laughs> I don't ever want to, you know, have a, a a refund for for my uh in, you know, my taxes. Of course that's not a problem for me anymore anyway. I got to pay all the time. But you know, I want to keep as much of my money as I can because I want to invest my own money. I want to use it however I want to do. And that's what we do with our insurance. And it just makes sense. Think of this. Have you ever gone to get your, uh, if you've ever experienced, my listeners here, if you've ever had someone that passed away and you got a life insurance claim, did you call the insurance company and pay them money to get that money released to you? Well, why is it that with health insurance, you go to the doctor, hospital, whatever it might be, you pay your premiums like everybody else all the time, every single month, and then you have a claim, and the first thing you do is you turn around and put your money on the table. Yeah, deductible. Deductible, 20%, whatever your maximum out of pocket is. With some of the newer Obamacare plans, I'm telling you right now, if you have an Obamacare plan and you don't get a subsidy, call me. And here's the thing, people don't really know this, but there's so many things have happened this last year with the law. And one of them is the mandates were broken. I mean, they're gone. So there's the only time you could ever have a penalty for switching insurance anymore is if you're on a large group and they have some kind of special regulation for that. But if you're on a small group plan or you have your own private insurance that you picked up, 
if you went to the marketplace in October last year, November, whatever, and you got insurance, there's no penalty. You can you can start and stop that plan anytime you want. And you'd be surprised how many people in America do not know that. And I talk to some pretty sharp people, some pretty sharp business owners pretty much every day because a lot of the people I help are business owners. If you're a business owner, you need to call me. I can save you a bunch of money on your health insurance. Um, and that by itself is pretty cool. If I can get a check or a good you know, a reduced amount and have to pay very little out of pocket, if any, that's one thing. But if I can cut premiums in half, like I do quite frequently, that's just another thing. So anybody, I'm telling you, if you have a plan from the marketplace and you're not getting a good subsidy, you need to get a hold of me because I'll be able to save you money. And here's the thing I started saying, you don't have to wait till October. There is no time frame anymore to enroll. It's all open enrollment. It's all open enrollment. Now, if if you have a bunch of different health conditions and you're an individual person, you know, you're probably going to have to work with the marketplace. But if you, maybe you have one person in your family, maybe the husband, excuse me, the husband has really bad health, but the wife has decent health, I can help you too. And you don't have to wait until October. I'm seeing people constantly that I'm saving 50% or even more. And we advertise usually around 30 to 50% or more. But I'm telling you, I can't even count how many people lately I'm cutting their premiums in half. And Dave, that is fun because I don't like the game. It is a lot of money. And I don't like the game the insurance companies pay, play, excuse me. And being totally independent, I can write for any company I want. And and here's another thing. This this is something I talk to my clients about all the time. You find out your insurance agent probably doesn't own what he's trying to sell you. That's just a fact. And I've been in insurance now for almost 16 years, and I meet agents all the time. And, you know, especially with independent. I mean, you can't own all of them. You can only own one if it's a health insurance right. plan. I tell people to get the plan that I have. And I even lay it out, and we personalize our plans. So if you don't want to have, for crying out loud, I'm, I just turned 61 a few weeks ago. I don't want a maternity benefit. I don't want benefits that a 20- or 30-whatever-year-old has to have and is mandatory under Obamacare. Why should I pay for that? And I have people say that to me all the time. Why should I pay for that? And there's only one answer. The reason is because people have bought the lie that it's the only thing that's out there. 90% of people in America have the wrong kind of health insurance. That's a lot of people. That means 90% of you listening right now more than likely don't have the right kind of health insurance. And there's only one way to find out. All you got to do is go to my website, yourhealthplanman.com, and you can look, you can hear a video. I put three minutes of my heart's passion into that. Mm-hmm. It's a little personal you know, YouTube video. And you can call me, 501-605-6935, or if you want, you can text. I do a lot of texting. Uh, people seem to really enjoy that. And I also do something a little bit other. Another thing very different is I don't do home meetings. People are so tired of meetings and having someone breathing down their neck and dropping a pen on the table and say, oh, you know, here, sign here. I mean, I've heard it all. And probably like you, Dave, you probably had most of it tried on you, too, when it comes to that. I don't do that. If I can't help somebody, I'm the one to tell them, I don't think this is a good fit for you. So people don't have to worry 
about pressure because it's not low pressure. It's no pressure. And I mean, I was, I was talking with a gal this week and I actually took the thing away from her. And that was kind of a, a different feeling to do that. But I really felt like it could hurt her financially, you know, just the timing or whatever. And that's a good feeling to be able to know that we're always looking out to do what's best for our clients. And I'm on the fish and the answer for a reason, because I do what's right every single time for my clients. All right. Your health plan, man. That's one word, your health plan, man.com. That's the website for you to get in touch to with Pat Davis His phone number five Oh one six zero five six nine. Three five. If you'd like to talk to him or leave him a message, if he happens to be on the phone or whatever, but I'm going to just tell you, go into the the website. Probably the best place that you can go to. Yeah, you yeah. Because I find people if they can go, or if you want to text him six zero five six nine three five, you can do that as well. Uh, you don't even have to talk to the guy. You yeah. know, personally, you can do everything impersonal if you're a millennial and that's the way you want to do it. Yeah. If somebody, you know, just wants to email me, that all that information is available on my website. There's a form on there. You can fill it out and say, hey, I'm um, however many years old. I've got a wife and three children or I have a husband, whatever the case might be. And I have this kind of insurance and we're paying this much. I do this all the time. And it's really fun to listen to people's voice when they say, man, I can't believe how much I'm saving right now. And uh, that's that's really a good feeling. You know, I have other types of advertising that I do. And, and one of the managers of another, t- you know, g- group I work with sent one of his employees to me this week. Why? Because I really do care about people and I take care of them. Okay. Before we got to go to the break here, Pat, uh, you mentioned businessmen. Can you help businessmen with company plans? Yes, Absolutely. And I do. I can do group plans up to smaller groups, like up to maybe around twenty people. Mm-hmm. Um, primarily, though, I do. I help people who don't have insurance at all. If you don't have insurance and you're thinking, "I'm going to wait till October," you know, "I'm going to go in the marketplace." Don't just get a hold of me now. I can get you a plan now, or you can talk to me a little bit, and we can look forward to the future and kind of prepare for that. If you don't want anything until October. But I have people that get on with plans with me, and I tell them the same thing every time. You can get on the bus with us anytime you want, and then you can jump off if you want. And I just, people hardly ever jump off. The only reason they would is if they get employer insurance that's paid pretty much in full. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I had a guy one time who said, I, I pay $30 a month for my insurance. Can you help me? You know, and I'm like, no, obviously not. Or if you get a subsidy, a big subsidy with Obamacare, I'm not going to be able to help that either. But if you have Obamacare like we did, our premium for my wife and I, and we're she's about to turn 60 and I just turned 61, our premium was going to $2,000 a month. Wow. $2,000 a month. And now we pay less than a thousand dollars a month, and we have used it, and we know how it pays, and I mean, that's amazing. Let me ask you a question: Have you two thousand a month 
What was the deductible on that? Oh my gosh, it was ten five or twelve five. It was a ridiculous size deductible on top of it. So they knew that you would never use the plan. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that's I have people key. all the time say, Pat, I, I I don't even do anything except for use my deductible. Seems like everything I do goes toward my deductible. So guess what? From this point, knowing that, that's your choice. The only way that's going to change is if you do something different, right? It's that whole definition of insanity thing. The definition of insanity really applies to insurance. If you pay X amount of dollars, and then when you go to the doctor, you pay X amount of dollars, and you hear people saying they pay half that a month, and if they go to the doctor, they pay nothing or get a check quite often, the only way that's going to change is to make a change. Yeah, it's like the the commercial at the hotel that the lady is checking in, and she says, how much will that be? And they say something like $180. And then there's a guy next to her checking in, and they go, how much is that? 65 And she goes, 65 And he says, you know, I think it's for, uh, what is it, Virago or whatever. Yeah, Trivago. Trivago, yeah. yeah. And he says, uh, I go to Trivago and get the best possible deal, and, you know, you should try that next time. It's it's pretty pretty cool. It's very effective advertising. Yeah. All right. Yourhealthplanman.com. Phone number again, 501-605-6935. Pat Davis is back with me in just a moment. But right now, here's a break. All right. Back. Pat Davis here. Yourhealthplanman.com. Phone number 501-605-6935. Six nine three five. Are we putting that up on uh, on Facebook for uh, our folks, Zach? Zach, are we put? Are we putting Pat's information up on uh, Facebook? We'll get that up. We'll get that up for you, so people will see it on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, Want to remind you that Pat can teach you, uh, get you a great opportunity. May not happen every time. But a lot of times, they're getting a check back if you got to go to the hospital. I'll let yeah. you talk. Go ahead. Yeah, you got you got four. You got three minutes. Okay. Go. Yeah, and and I think probably even more common, most people um, just go to the doctor. And I have people call me all the time, and they say, "Well, how much is your copay?" And I say, "I I can't tell you because sometimes kind of depends on." Um, we have a massive network of doctors, but you can go to any doctor you want with my plans. But if you go to one that gives a better discount than another does, then that helps. You know, that's just going to cut into that. I talk a lot about what I call fake bills. Fake bills are when you go to the hospital and you have a pacemaker put in and somebody listening to me may have had this happen. You look on your insurance and they build 100000 or $95,000 for the pacemaker. Do you know how much that cost? 9500 Now, that should make you upset. And you'll understand a lot of times when I'm on here, I sound mad. I'm mad at the system that never changes because we don't change it. And that's the only way we can. So it's like I told a lady the other day. I went to a uh, sale with my wife, and I bought a sport coat, a really nice sport coat for 35 bucks. It's $250 in other places. It's not any different quality. It's the exact same. I just was smart and shopped. You can't do that with other insurance. Even though the law has passed, Dave, that says you've got to show everybody how much your prices are, every hospital and, and you know that type of thing online. 
that's a law. In fact, so many of the hospitals and stuff were pushing back against it that the president signed an executive order that said, look, you got to do it. You got to let people know. But even if you know and you look and say, now, wait a minute, you can't bill me $95,000, $100,000 for a pacemaker because I know it's only 9500 It doesn't matter. No, we, we charge $95,000. Yeah, we're going, that's exactly right. So you could hear that, people. Dave works for the, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that's what <laughs> they're going to the say. That's the way it is, absolutely. And even though you can tell what that actual price is, you can't do anything about it. Unless you have insurance plans that allow you to be in control and allow you to shop, and then you can determine our primary care doctors, both my wife and I, are not within our network. So I'll just pay cash when I go to the doctor, and then I just get reimbursed. And sometimes I come out of pocket with no money at all. Sometimes I get a check back. But that's still way better than, to me than, oh, I'm going to pay twice as much every month, and then when I go to use it, my copay is going to be 25 That sounds great, but you're spending a lot of extra money every single month. Mm-hmm. And you have one more minute or something? Uh, no, you're going to have to wait. Okay, I'll wait. I'm going to share with you. Okay, so he's got another valid point that he wants to make, and with that, we'll get it after the news. Just remember that the gentleman's name is Pat Davis, and it's yourhealthplanman.com. All right, Pat Davis. (laughs) This is is, is a, what did you call him? Your, your cards? What did you say they were? Oh, Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright, because it's got the all the squares and stuff. That's the way he did his architecture. Pat Davis with his 501-605-6935 is his number. We got that up on Facebook now? We do. Okay, good. Your health plan man. That's the easy thing to remember, okay, for his website. Yourhealthplanman.com. Yep. You were making a point. I told you you had to wait. Zip it, and we're back. So unzip it and bring us what you're going to say. Well, I think um, the one thing I just want to encourage over and over today is I think a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about timing of when you can get insurance, how much it costs. I mean, I have people all the time who tell me, I just gave up on trying to find a plan. It's just so expensive. I just can't afford it. And they just kind of let it go. You have nothing to lose but a few minutes. Just email me on my website, yourhealthplanman.com, and you can uh, give me a shot at it, you know, see if I can find something that's going to be better for you. I have people, a lot of people, that are coming off of their plans from their work where they're paying for the, their maybe their spouse and their kids, and now and theirs might be cheaper or even free. And for the whole family, I'm getting them plans that are cheaper. Well, it's and good. they love I, the I guarantee plans. you this: if you if you got fired or something, and you're without insurance, let me just tell you: you call Pat, let him work for yeah. you, because Cobra is not the way to go. Yeah, I was just going to mention Cobra before he said that. I always tell Dave: there's a reason they call it a Cobra. And I'm looking at your don't tread on me there, that snake, <laughs> and that it is, man. You when you get on Cobra, you really feel the bite. I mean, it's just, it's it's not cheap. No, it really isn't. And it's not like, oh, you're getting this unbelievable insurance. Mm -mm. It's no different than any other insurance. It's a typical major medical plan. And, you know, it just has a lot of extra that's put into it. 
Uh, but, you know, there's there's just so many people that feel like I could never afford health insurance. I just quit. I just gave up. And, you know, we um, we did a pastor's luncheon. We were part of that um, back in May. And the number of pastors that I talked to that said that, you know, I just pay my salary. I just can't afford to, you know, pay kind of whatever money for health insurance. I'm like, you'd be surprised. Think about not that. Not be able though. to help some of them. Yeah, you got people that are sitting out there naked to the to the world, basically, when it comes to that. And if something bad happens, yep. you're hung out to dry. Yeah, absolutely. And And here's another thing. If you have what I call paying a too little for a premium, that's where you have a plan that, uh, it's a discount plan. That's all it is. If you go to the doctor, you get a discount. If you go to the hospital, you get a discount. But I'm telling you, if you go to the hospital, you're going to be in trouble on a plan like that. Your discount is going to be almost nothing. My plan that I'm on pays more than twice what a daily hospital cost would be. That's pretty nice. That means even after your deductible is taken out. pretty nice. That's yeah, really nice. It is really nice. And, and, and if you're just joining us and you didn't hear me at the top of the hour, what I was showing, I showed Dave a copy of the check that I got, but I went to the hospital for five days. Grab the paper. Yeah. Is it, where's I, the I think paper? it's the other. Where's, think, where's that paper? I think you got you it got? somewhere over there. No, you didn't give it to me. But um, maybe I put it back in my pocket. Yeah, find it. But anyway, it's... Um, He's looking for it. Well, I don't know what I did. He's got it. I'm just telling you. I want oh, you to know I that we didn't, we didn't make it up. We'll I don't f- know where it is. Okay, we'll find it. Uh, if I have to, I'll make him strip <laughs> naked during the break. And you'll get to see it on Facebook Live. Right? Oh, wow. Anyway, My wife's ahead. listening to this, too. Um, so <laughs> what I was saying, though, is that, you know, I went to the hospital. I had a pulmonary embolism. Not a great thing to have happen to you. Have a blood clot that basically separates and goes to your lungs and um it was scary i mean it wasn't a cool yeah, thing you're sitting on pins and needles because yeah. it might move again that yeah and so you know i i have a special blood dinner i take and whatever and the doctor said you know we're not concerned about that anymore but here's the really interesting thing while i was in the hospital my doctor and my cardiologist came into the room and we were talking the three four of us actually my wife was there and um I was telling them, okay, I don't have a managed care plan. Now, listen to me. If you have a plan with any of the big-name companies, Blue Cross, United Healthcare, any of those big companies as a major medical comprehensive plan, you have managed health care. And you have no idea how many people have had their health care decisions taken out of their hands by insurance companies. I told my doctor, I said, here's what I want. And I said, I want five days of care. The longer I'm in, the better off I am with my insurance. Right. And I, um, you know, I sort of, that's what I want to have happen. And both doctors, I promise you, asked my wife for a business card before they left. Because no insurance works like that. Very, very little anyway. So the only way you're ever going to get that experience is to jump out of that place where you're at. And people are like, man, I'm so comfortable. I like to know that if I have this happen, I'm going to pay five or seven or eight or 10 grand for something that likelihood of happening is almost none. You know, and sometimes I'm on the phone with someone. And as I mentioned a little bit ago, if you didn't hear this, I don't come to homes 
and sell plans in homes. I do everything over the phone. Everything's done electronically. I allow husbands and wives to chat together while we're talking together on the phone. Um, you know, I can't see if they're, you know, blowing uh, raspberries at me or whatever else they're <laughs> doing yeah. when, when we're on the phone together. But the great part about that is, is there's no pressure. Yeah, uh, hopefully. I don't know about that one, Dave. <laughs> okay. But, but that's really cool that, that we can do that. And my clients tell me over and over and over, they are just so excited about this process you know, that we use so they don't feel like, oh man, I got another insurance agent breathing down my neck. And like I said before, uh, if you've been in it, I mean, I've been in lots of different kinds of training as an insurance agent and they teach you to drop your pen and have them pick it up. Oh, you, sorry, you got my pen now. Will you sign? I mean, there's so much of that junk that goes on. I don't manipulate people. If I can help them, I just tell people, if I can't help you, I'll just tell you that. But if I can, you have nothing to lose. So if you're thinking, man, I'm going to wait till October or November or whatever and get a plan for the first of the year, I'm going to go on the marketplace. Why? You can do plans every single day. I do plans every single day of the year. And you can sign up and you have no penalty. You have no tax problem to deal with. You know, you have a major plan at your work like you've got over 50 employees or i don't know how big it is but several employees they might have a little bit different tax you know i thing like that but if you're an individual if you're a self-employed business owner if you're self-employed you need to call me i can't even tell you how many people that i've helped that are self-employed and just absolutely love what i'm able to offer them I mean, they are just like, wow, I can't believe how much my premium reduced. And I thought of the thing I was going to share. Okay, So think of it this way. You have your insurance company come to you and say, you know what? We got a new concept we're going to start introducing. And we're going to give you $5,000, $10,000, $2,500, whatever that number might look like every year as a miscellaneous fund. And you can do whatever you want with it. Well, guess what? If I can save you four, five, seven hundred, a thousand, two hundred, whatever that number is, if I can even save you $200 a month, that's $2,500 roughly that you have extra. That's like your insurance company coming and saying, we're going to give you $2,500 to spend on miscellaneous stuff this year. Mm -hmm. So even if my plan wasn't as perfect in some levels, which I believe it is, but if you felt like, I don't know, you still would have extra money that you can use if you have to go to the doctor, if you have whatever. Put and it that's in your the 401k. Thing. Yeah, put it in your 401k or put it away like a lot of my clients do into a savings account. And then if you ever have anything happen, you might have your deductible met already. I know a lot of people who are saving more than their deductible every single year just in their premium alone. All right, let me give you the place to go to find out more about this. You say, Sounds too good to be true, Dave. It's uh, true. All right. So you need to call. You need to go on to the the website. Need text. Call or text 501-605-6935. Fill out some paperwork. Get a quote. Yourhealthplanman.com. Yourhealthplanman.com. The name of our guest is Pat Davis. He will do everything in his power to help you save money. It's a quarter till six. We got one last segment 
we get to do with Pat. Stick with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, Pat Davis with us, your health plan man. Yourhealthplanman.com is his website, 501-605-6935 if you want to call him or you want to text him. That's 501-605-6935. And I'm going to just kind of bend this over a little bit. <laughs> There's a copy of the check. Oh, yeah, yes. I that forgot. he brought. Can you, see that. You during the break saw me. Tell him to stand up and go through his pockets because I did not want to seem naked. Uh, the cost, of, the amount of his check, $2,862.71. Yep. And it's not a fake bank. That's J.P. Morgan Chase yeah. Bank no, out of Dallas. A That's a real bank. And and what's incredible, I told him, um, when, I, when I got my I – mean, here's a question to ask yourself. When was the last time you – went every day with anticipation looking for a bill from your hospital, from the insurance company. <laughs> I did, seriously, every day, because I, I knew you there knew was going to be, coming. I knew it was going to be coming. But what I didn't know is that I was like six hours is, you know, because they go by 24-hour periods. I was six hours away from that being $4,500 bigger which would have been $7,300. And that's what I was really kind of hoping for. But I'll I'll never complain. My deductible fully met for the whole year. If I had to go back to the hospital again, I would have no deductible at all. Think of that. Mm -hmm. My deductible met for the whole year. My bill paid in full. Okay. So the insurance company, think of it kind of this way. All right. If, if, if you don't mind, Dave, grab me that. I'll show you. Basically, here's how this works. If you take and take these numbers, my bill was $15,000 for five days in the hospital. That's pretty good. There's a lot of places that are, are even a more lot drastic. more expensive. But that's the actual bill. But I had discounts because of our network that we work with. And so my reduced bill came out to a little over $10,000. But I got money per day for coming in, for being in the hospital. So kind of think of it, you know, I think it's like eight or 10 years old. We quit using our imagination. Mm -hmm. God gave us imaginations for a reason, right? right? And I love using my imagination. So imagine yourself sitting at a table and somebody comes, knocks on the door, they walk in the door and they bring a bunch of cash and put it on the table. And then another knock and somebody comes in. The first one is the insurance company provider. Uh, representative, excuse me, the next one is a provider or hospital representative, and they sit down with you at the table, and the insurance company brings a pile of cash. Then they say, you know what, you owe us your deductible. They take that out of there. They take part of the money, and they pay the provider, and there's, in my case, $2,862.71 left over that's left on the table. That's my money, and it comes in the form of a check, and that's actually it right there. Copy Very of it. cool. Yeah, and so... No other kind of insurance does that. So I always have this thing. Have you ever asked yourself, why is healthcare so expensive? Why does insurance cost so much every month? And why is everything so expensive when it gets billed? You know, why do you pay $5 or 10 or whatever for a box of gloves? Why do those kind of things or happen? An aspirin. Yeah, right. A 75 cent injection, steroid injection. Build three hundred and sixty dollars by a hospital. Why does that happen? That's my question. I want to ask you. Why do you let that happen? Because that is a choice. You can either stay with what you have for insurance, or you can say, "Your health plan, man, 
I need to take a shot and see what you can offer me. Yeah. And that's really it. And then, cause people call me all the time and they're just like, Oh man, I just, I hate what I have and da, 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 da. And I show them an alternative and they're like, Oh, I'm just so used to the status quo. Well, that's the only way it's ever going to change. And so I've done stuff with Medicare for years. It's the same thing. People complain all the time that nothing changes. And then when they make changes and the companies offer things that are better for the senior they get afraid of them, and they just go, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. And then they go back to complaining again. So I have this happen. Pat, I use my insurance never. Or if I do, everything always goes to my deductible. I'm paying way too much for my insurance, and I never use it. Well, then why don't pay a little bit, or in most cases, a whole lot less every single month. And then when you go to use it, even get surprised I'm getting referrals from my clients and they're saying, you know, one of the reasons that I'm calling you is because so-and-so went to the doctor the other day and they got a check from the insurance company. And I didn't even know it. I hadn't heard it from the client yet. And, you know, I'm in the process of doing some things to reach out and really keep in real close contact with my clients. And that's another thing I really want to stress. If you become my client, you're not going to become a sideline, you know, second thought for me. My clients are going to hear from me if they want me to uh, to be in contact with them, and my phone is always open. So if they I have take a calls day and about night. Their, you know, they're in the hospital and something's happening. They go, well, that don't sound right. Yeah. They can call you. Absolutely. And I work with a group that we have an advocacy team where you have that crazy scenario that you'd never dream would ever happen. And they go to bat and they fight for us and get bills beat up. And it's just fun. You know, people file bankruptcy every single day, tons and tons and tons, who have health insurance. I am one of those. I know, Dave. And that's sick to me. If I have health insurance, I shouldn't have to file bankruptcy. I I agree wholeheartedly with that. Happened to me three years ago. Yeah. It's called a uh, quintuple bypass. Yeah, that's right. That's right. At uh, the cost of that, I can't even get into it. Yeah. It was a lot. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the thing to understand when it comes to health insurance is health insurance and health care are not the same. Yeah, that's a good, very good point. They're not the same. Health care is what we get when we go to the doctor. Health insurance is what we get. That makes us have to go back to the doctor because we're paying so much, <laughs> right? Psychiatrist. Yeah, psychiatrist, you know, a heart doctor. Oh, no, here's my premium. This is what it went up to this year. If people tell me that all the time, too. Man, my premium goes up this much every single year. Well, Guess what? The older you get, the higher your premium will oh, get. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just the way it works. Yeah, everything that I sell, it's the same way. The big difference, though, is I save people so much money every single month and I'm not exaggerating, especially for like small business owners, you really need to get a hold of me. I'm telling you, I cut premiums in half all the time. The only other question that I have left with that is what do you want to do with the extra three, four, five, ten thousand dollars that you're going to have a year? Because that is reality. And if it wasn't, I wouldn't be on this show. I wouldn't be advertising on the fish and on the answer all the time. And I do quite a bit. And I love them. I appreciate so much Dave and the answer and the fish. I'm telling you, I appreciate all of these, you know, the things that they've been doing to help me. It's been my best. We always try to help the small businessmen. That, that is our, uh, 
Yeah. Something that we just do. Okay, so here's the bottom line. You got to call Pat, right? You got to call Pat. No, it sounds too good to be true. I I can hear people saying it in their cars right now. If you think it's that, you need to call to find out the truth, okay? I mean, if you can save five grand a year, isn't that worth making a phone call? Yeah, or seems like to 2000 me. or yeah. 10 or yeah. 15. I mean, I don't know until I start. I'm working with a guy right now. He's paying $2,000 a month for him and his wife. I've already cut his premium down below 1000 There you go. Just think about that. 501-605-6935 is his phone number to call him or to text him and then uh, use his online, uh, Your Health Plan Man. Yourhealthplanman.com. Pat, we're out of time. Thanks. It's always a pleasure to get you into the studio because it's always amazing to listen to the stories. Thanks. I enjoy it. All right. Now, you're going to have a trip. You're going to Italy. Yep. All right. That's very cool. Yep. Bring me back something. I'll I'll have to do that. Bring me back some mozzarella cheese. Oh, (laughs) that's a tough one. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much for coming. You bet. I appreciate it. All right. Remember what I always tell you on a Friday, Monday show. Elizabeth will be here. Uh, We'll also have Robert Steinbach. We'll talk about all the issues that happened over the weekend. But most importantly, God gave you a whole week of life. Give him at least one hour on Sunday to talk specifically to you, and he will. See you on Monday. Bye-bye. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 